All right, we'll be right back with your regularly scheduled penis enhancements right after this. Christian, are you recording? No more cocks. And yes, are I you am. recording? Because we got. Talk to me, goose. Talk to me, dad. Talk to me, rooster. Perfection. All of this and more on this edition of Sequel Men, the podcast. Coming at you, not live from North Island. Three men talk about the films you care about. Or don't. It's the Sequel Men Podcast and it starts right now. Well, ladies and gentlemen, thank you for... Ladies and gentlemen, thank you for tuning in to yet another episode of Sequelman the Podcast. I'm your friendly neighborhood Christian Bring It All, and with me, joined with me here today, is my good buddy and pals. Apparently, they're one person. Buddy is singular. Um, why don't you introduce yourselves, Joel Spencer? Hi. How are you? Oh, uh, he will not introduce himself. I will introduce himself because that's just what I do. <laughs> Allow myself to introduce. Oh, no, guess what? Myself. To my immediate, <laughs> my guy, to my immediate right. I don't know where it's going to show up on your final video, so I might look like an idiot. But to my immediate right, getting his dog tucked in for bed, standing at two foot three on his head with tiny shoes wrapped around full of lead don't dunk him in the bed. sewer bed getting him on for get road head and his name is Joel the voice Powie oh yes hello sorry I had to deal with my very needy 90 pound 11 year old pit bull you should have taken care of got, that. You got him up the on the show. bed, though, so I think it's. So. Well, he no was, he was on content that one, in his, his doggy bed, and then he started being difficult. I so. didn't even hear him. It sounds like you're just mad at him for existing. I could. I could. <laughs> Stop. Joel gets mad at. Uh, a chance, lot of I'll anyway. send you back to the pound. <laughs> Stop. Um, That's so not yes, funny, hello. Bro. It's, it, it's me, it's I, Joel Powie. I laughed, so it's okay. Uh, voice of this podcast, voice of <clears throat> Lego Marching Band. I don't, you know, if you. Care. Uh, fuck. Uh, I'm here. I do. I saw Maverick. I'm here. I saw Maverick. Yeah, yeah. Me and uh, and what are actually? You know what? What are we here to talk about today, Spencer? And the three of us, the three of us combined, are the sequel men. Three men talk about the things that you heard at the beginning of the show. And we talk about film franchises, talk about them, we're ranking them, we're, oh shoot, uh, yeah, we're ranking them, we are, whether Joel wants to or not, we're going to, and um, that's what we do, we're wrapping up Top Gun, and it kind of sucks, I wish there was like 500, and then they uh, were Maverick I think in that case, good. it'd be too much of a good thing. But we are talking about Maverick tonight, whatever you're listening on. You can listen to us on other stuff too. Most of the things. And live video will return when their internet improves. So check this out. Guys. 
this? Can he hear us still? I think you should. Oh, I'm sure we still have audio. Okay, good. This movie, I'm not even being funny. I have thought about this film every single day since I saw it in theaters. It was like a religious experience. It changed my entire outlook on cinema. It is my favorite movie of all time, immediately after watching. And I never thought I would say that about a Top Gun sequel. But here I am telling you it now. Everything about it, to me, was just perfect. I don't even, I couldn't, even after watching it a second time, I can think of nothing that I can even criticize. Not even a nitpick. It's just, it's this, this, it was an experience, man. And my, let me share just one, one brief thing and then, and then you guys can, I, okay. I've been just referencing it. And then my four-year-old who obviously has never seen it and he won't see it until he's older a little bit, but he, we just, we jokingly, like, I'll call him, you know, you're my wingman, blah, stuff like that. So he gets some of the references just with the names, all right? The other day, he was going with me to work, because I had to go into work on a Saturday for, like, an hour to set up for Grand Valley's move-in. He is sitting on the counter when I come out of the bathroom after getting dressed. He's wearing the his little aviator sunglasses, eating some breakfast, it's easy eating a piece of pizza for breakfast. He's sitting and I'm like, oh, I just jokingly tell him because he's wearing the aviators. I'm like, hey, good morning, rooster. You ready to go? And he's like, yeah, blah, blah, blah. So like five or 10 minutes pass. We're actually about to walk out the door. And he, I get to the door. I say, all right, you're ready to go. And he says to me, very serious and very confidently, Yeah, let's go, Maverick. Nice. My four-year-old son referred to me as Maverick, and he was dead serious. He, honestly, I almost cried right there on the steps. I looked to my wife. I didn't know what to say. I was just like, (laughs) this, that was a defining moment of fatherhood right there when he said, yup, let's go, Maverick, this kid. I tell you what. And that's wow, what this wow, movie wow. has done. Joel, yeah. what'd you think of it? I yeah, I I was I was blown away, obviously. Yeah, Christian and I went and saw it last Tuesday. I cannot hear you. Joel, you're muted. That's because I muted my mic. Anyway, I said So what'd you think of it? This <laughs> uh yeah, I thought it was amazing obviously um christian and i went what i don't know last tuesday it's like his third time seeing it i don't know my first time though uh and yeah i uh, wow uh this definitely obviously one of the best sequels but uh yeah it made me reconsider my whole like existence hierarchy of films in my head and uh, that i have ever watched and ever loved so and I had a very strong emotional response 
to certain moments in this film, stronger than some other beloved franchises. Uh, we'll get into that more, I'm sure. Uh, but yeah, I very strong emotional response. Epic third act, like, just perfect. It is, dude. Like, I'm sitting there, and Christian, you're going to go next, but that entire third act, even the second time watching it, I'm knowing what's coming. It almost got me more. I'm sitting there, third act, the entire time, welling up in my eyes. Right. The entire time. Christian, I think you're still here. <clears throat> yes. <laughs> Hey, I'm not interrupting for once. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well. It took bad audio to, to do it for you. Well, I'm having some internet issues <laughs> nah, over here. I'm going to try and fix it. What'd we'll you get, think? We'll get together again. But I thought <clears throat> I went and saw this when I was in California, when I went to Star Wars Celebration. Me and Michael Albachton and uh, our friend Jeremy, Jeremiah, we all went and saw it at the local IMAX. We took an Uber, rode in a Tesla, went and saw it at the theater. I actually have some pictures from outside of the theater. They had these massive Top Gun promo marquee stuff on the outside. Very cool. Went in. We were a little late to the movie. We missed the previews. Um, but we, we got to see the whole movie from the beginning. To you don't end. need them. It was great. It was so cool seeing, I mean, okay. I haven't seen, I, I've never, I don't know what to say. I mean, I'm not speechless by any means. It's a great, great movie, stellar movie, fantastic sequel. I think it does better. It's on par or even maybe a little better than Empire Strikes Back. It gives Empire Strikes Back a run for its money. It gives The Last Jedi a run for its money. But I... You're going to get punched by Joel through I the know, screen. I know. Mm -hmm. I at the risk of that. But And then I, my video will go out and then we're done. <laughs> and then I'll just do it by myself. But I thought the second time, I think the second time I watched it, and that wasn't a Han Solo <laughs> reference. The second time I watched it, I had more of an emotional <laughs> reaction. What was the second time? Yeah. I had a more emotional reaction the second times. time. Um, because at the end, well, just you, with, the, Spencer, with the song and, hey, <laughs> with the song, what? with the, with the Lady Gaga song, it hit me a certain way. <laughs> and with, with just yeah. some of the stuff that's been going on she in my life of an angel. and just the whole mm -hmm. thinking about the relationship between Maverick and Goose and his son. And the dynamic of that and how it turned out in the end with them reconciling and all that just it was just fantastic it hit me in that in that moment um the first time mm. i saw it though it, it's great it was cool seeing it in california in imax it's a mem memorable moment from that trip other than all the star wars celebration stuff i'm happy i got to go see it we went to Fridays afterwards, but... Why don't you guys ever come with me to Celebration? That's Christian. Yeah, it is me, because you have live no excuses. It. Facebook okay. Live us. Joel, my wiener won't they fit on the plane. Oh, no. uh, but, <laughs> <laughs> we 
Well, not fit in my carry on. <laughs> we're, we're, we're I did it again. Oh. <laughs> I'm the one who said Christian, not to do that. We're grounding you. Ah, yeah. Well, your video is kind of back, yeah. but here's the deal. I think with Riverside, we'll, we'll, I, we'll uh, I think, I think it's still. We're having some growing right pains we'll, right here. It's fine. Allow it. For tonight's episode, we're gonna just kind of struggle through it. So we'll see how struggling. this ends up looking in the final video edit here. But oh well, you, we can hear you. You're here. It's you can fine. hear me just fine. But I was saying, Spencer, you were. You, yes, you're. Yes, audio is fine. Um, but Sounds I wanted to go back because Spencer was scoffing at the star wars reference uh and i i'm saying there's plenty more of that in store for tonight's episode there it's oh, I, there's i know because clear this parallels movie, clear parallels so honestly what i think i think that was super intentional mm -hmm. and in my opinion now don't shoot me i mean i try but not I to think they were doing that and they were like let's do that better mm -hmm. and i think they did right I think this movie, like I said, this is my, it, like, not joking, this is now my favorite movie of all time. Mm -hmm. To me, this is as close to a perfect film as I think I've, I've ever seen. Right. Like, I, I have no negative thing to say about it. Even some of the cheesy stuff, I think it fits, because that's kind of what Top Gun is, but there's not, nothing that I saw took me out of it ever even a little bit and they actually these people i think what really helps is the effects because there really aren't like these actors are flying in plane jets they're actually in these jets they're not actually maybe not flying these, but they're down. in a jet yeah. they're flying they're they're no, in the rio they're spot in it. yes really. yeah. yes they are in a jet in the air flying they're doing their own hair and makeup mm -hmm. this is a bit of trivia they're doing, they're setting their own, like setting up their own camera shot. I They're doing that. That, I'm sorry, but that bleeds perfectly into one of my behind the scenes clips. I'm talking about you can play flying right and, and flight cameras and stuff. I'll just, let me at least play the camera clip. Let's see. This was taking it to a whole new level in terms of speed and complexity in terms of these machines, working with the Navy 15 months to figure out how to get the cameras in these things. We had air-to-air, -air, we had cameras mounted on the outside of the jets, so yeah, then the naval aviators, we had to talk to them about movie making, light, altitude, speed, angles that we wanted to get. So yeah, they were serving as cameramen and women on this film as well. Yeah, that's the lengths they went to, you saw that. A Cinejet flying yeah, flying uh, right next to the mirror. And yeah, so yeah, you're not kidding. The lengths they had so to like go to. So that's what adds to it, because we're so used to even the best Marvel movies. Like, I'm not, don't get me wrong. I love those. Those are my jam. But we're so, you know, CGI this and CGI, and they do it well. But seeing a movie that doesn't have that, it was almost, I think that added, like, I didn't realize that... I was so used to all that. So when I saw something real, subconsciously, I'm like, this is perfect. They're, they're doing this stuff. Like, you right. can't go to space for real in a Marvel movie. You know, you just can't. It's cool. They can make it look real. But this, they're flying. They're right. fucking flying in the air. Yeah. Like, it, it's, it's, I, I don't even know. I don't even. I think we should just get into it. Yeah. If you guys don't have any more stuff, because sure. this movie it deserves 
all of yeah, our time. I'm surprised I played behind the scenes before you even said Act One. Whoops, that's okay. That's fine. It, it works perfectly. In. So, got plenty <clears throat> so more. So, Christian, if from. you'll uh, if you'll allow me, I'm gonna get into it. Are you ready? I'm gonna take that as a get yes. Get into it, okay. yeah. Distinguished, distinguished, distinguished. Yet you can't get a promotion, you won't retire, and despite your best efforts, you refuse to die. You should be at least a two-star admiral by now, if not a senator. Yet here you are, Captain. Why is that? It's one of life's mysteries, sir. This isn't a joke. I asked you a question. I'm where I belong, sir. Well, the Navy doesn't see it that way. Not anymore. These planes you've been testing, Captain, one day, sooner than later, they won't need pilots at all. Pilots that need to sleep, eat, take a piss. Pilots that disobey orders. All you did was buy some time for those men out there. The future is coming, and you're not in it. Escort this man off the base. Take him to his quarters. Wait with him while he packs his gear. I want him on the road to North Island within the hour. North Island, sir? Call came in with impeccable timing, right as I was driving here to ground your ass once and for all. It, it galls me to say it, but for reasons known only to the Almighty and your guardian angel, you've been called back to Top Gun. Sir? You are dismissed, Captain. The end is inevitable, Maverick. Your kind is headed for extinction. Maybe so, sir. But not today. Welcome to the Danger Zone again. We're back and better than ever with the same opening montage from the first, but a modern version of jets taking off and landing on an aircraft carrier at sea. Maverick is living a quiet life as a test pilot working on his sick-ass P-51 Mustang that actually is owned by Tom Cruise. But it's time to fly. It's Mach 9 day for the Dark Star, but Hammer wants to shut it down in favor of unmanned crafts. Maverick takes flight anyway to prove the program worthy. Talk to me, Goose. He needs Mach 10, but instead, he goes Mach 10.2 and burns the burns the engine up. He burns it up. He, he lands somewhere on Earth. He gets sent to Top Gun again to teach for a mission to okay he's teaching young pilots <laughs> maneuvers because there's a mission they need to blow up a uranium base that's unauthorized in an unnamed country which I like and not quite fully operational you know what <laughs> it's the exact plot of A New Hope 
There, save some explanation. Cyclone is the air boss, and he doesn't like Mav, but he's going with him because Iceman made the call to bring him, and he's the admiral. He's in charge. He has to put a team of young pilots together, but first, he needs a drink from the bar where he meets his old flame, Penny. We heard her in a throwaway line in the first one. He has to buy the bar around, and we meet the young guns, Coyote, Phoenix, Fanboy, Payback, Omaha, Yale, Harvard, Hangman, and, yup, Bob. They have some sassy back and forth before Rooster, Goose's son, comes in to play piano and it's great balls of fire. Maverick gets tossed out because he can't pay and has flashbacks of Goose. Guys, what an act one. Yes. <laughs> just beautiful. That I just that took a whole, fresh dump. Nice. That whole bit. I'm kidding. That whole bit, the cinematography, the visuals of him flying in that dark star, mm-hmm. like the oh, wide man. wide shots of the of the jet stream, and he's just it's it's you almost like he's in space. When right? I watch that, when I watch that sequence, I just think about the the kind of spiritual nature of it too for him like being mm-hmm. in the air and being that high up yeah. and going that fast and then seeing the sunrise or the sunset or whatever that was and he says talk to me goose it's like well this is he's like almost communing communion with goose in a way right yeah being up in the air like that and, and doing what he's doing it's very cool and it is kind of a very spiritual experience in terms I'm waiting of like, for that. Oh, now, Joel, wow. heaven is... <laughs> it, didn't, it didn't come, so... No, but you did. <laughs> <laughs> Damn it! I just... I'm waiting for my moments. I'm being selective with this one. I don't want to waste words and tangents on this film, man. Yeah. <laughs> I, I tell you what. Yeah. Uh, you I know mean, what I will. With the whole, the whole intro... <clears throat> ring theory you're gonna hear this a lot in the the episode you uh noticed at the beginning of the movie i'm not gonna say cookie cutter but an obvious homage to the first movie with you, the oh, whole yeah. danger zone sequence mm-hmm. oh absolutely and that when at the end of dark star when he goes and gets called into ed harris's office and gets chewed his ass chewed out and everything just like in the first movie, when he and Goose get called in there, he's like, I can't believe I got to send you to Top Gun. All that. I right. actually kind of yeah. like that. Because it's been 30 and years. And you know the thing about it. It's earned the callbacks. It's been such a long time. And they don't, in this movie, they don't just do fan service, I don't think. They implement it in a way that's satisfactory and... It it just it 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 fits my sensibilities better than how they did it in say like the new Star Wars movies. Mm-hmm. For sure. And the thing about it, there was like several moments where I'm watching, going, oh, "Okay, this is what the plot's going to be." Yep, we've seen this. Let's see if they can do it. Be- oh nope, this is okay. Yep, here's the cliche. I was just waiting. 
for something that I could be like, gotcha. I got you, fuckers. This movie is just a cookie cutter. And then it was like, oh, but actually it's not. It's not that. Like, at first I was like, okay, it's going to be... Because I didn't watch any trailers because I just didn't I didn't care. So that's also another reason maybe why it hit so hard. I didn't know what the movie was about. I thought I did several times. So I thought it was going to be man versus machine. But they nixed that right away. They're like, okay. Uh, it's you just an that, aspect improved. of the movie. Right. And then that was it. And then I was like, okay, it's going to be him going back and forth with Rooster. Rooster blames him for his dad's death. Nope. He just pulled his papers. Causing, like... Uh, halting his career exactly oh it's going to be another he has to teach the top gun recruits here it is here's <laughs> the real one it's going to be another competition nope there's an actual mission right there's not a competition anymore well yeah. here's the interesting it's so cool that what they did with this movie because the first one you're actually in the top gun class the top gun competition in in the first film mm -hmm. in this film as as a sequel it actually kind of goes on to the sequel in real in their reality, where it's thirty years later. We're not. I I thought it might. Uh, conventionally, you might think it would be oh, Mavericks just got called in to teach Top Gun again, right? And we're back in Top Gun, but no, we're actually not in Top Gun. We're after these are the guys who graduated Top Gun, top of their classes, and now we're teaching we're teaching them how to survive the mission. That they're that they've been ordered. Well, to and do. Christian, to your point about, I actually really like oh, that. They could have done the always. Oh, he's here to teach Top Gun. They even say he even says like, yeah, I I did that. I taught at Top Gun. Mm -hmm. I lasted three months. Right. Then they got rid of me. Actually, it wasn't it was two for me. months. Uh, <laughs> two months. But they even they even <laughs> took bulldogs. That and they're like, oh, you think? <laughs> no, we. Uh, he tried that. It didn't work. Everything you thought his story was going to be, turns out, not. But it is this, and there's a real mission. And I think that's why it works so well, too. Mm -hmm. mm. Yeah, it, you it know, makes you wonder, uh, with the whole, he got kicked out after two months, that kind of, it's like, well, well what the hell happened? You know, that's um, as far as Maverick goes. And, I actually uh, kind of like that it's... Yeah, they kind of keep it mysterious and make you wonder about who he punch or whatever. Uh, but also about Maverick is there's this thing about him still being a captain and like kind of stuck where he is. And that's the only I think that's one of my few nitpicks, I guess, if I can even if there are any with this movie. And I, cause I kind of read up on it. I was like, does that actually happen? You know? And the Navy has the whole, like, it's either up or out type mm -hmm. of promotion structure. So that was, that's, that's one nitpick, I guess. Um, uh, and then I guess the other only real nitpick from act one would be like the convenience of, uh, his instructor assignment basically saving his ass after he destroyed dark star or you know he he got cocky sure. with that and made a classic maverick you know mistake with that but other than that it was I don't really have any complaints i got some notes like mach 10 obviously is 
insanity like that the closest we've got that's another nerdy thing I, I i looked up the closest we got was with the with nasa's unmanned x-43 uh craft and i think it was like mach 9.4 or something like that and oh, that was wow. that's that was a robot that wasn't there wasn't any but there was unmanned so they definitely pushed the fantasy on the whole mach 10 thing but hey so we've worked. never hit mach 10 ever I don't think we've hit Mach 10, gotten damn close. But like, again, you know, here's Maverick in in an aircraft mm-hmm. and he's hitting Mach 10. So like that, I can see how some service member, people who are in the Navy or pilots themselves probably saw that scene as like, well, there's no way in hell. Like NASA didn't even hit Mach 10 yet, you know. Um, but, uh, you know, small little things, like if you're looking for them. Sure, you can mm. find them, but other than that, I th- it was a strong first act to me because, like, that opening the carrier scene almost it, shot it for brings shot, you right into copy it. of yeah of of the first movie almost. Um, but yeah, I it's I got, hooked me right in. Oops. And Joel, to your point about uh, people, you could look at it and be like, "Oh, well, that's unreal." Yeah, I think. If it was too realistic, then it's not fun. It's not a movie. They have to do something that isn't possible, or else what's the point of making a movie? Unless it's... Yeah. Well, even like movies based on real events, they fabricate some of the stuff to make it movie-worthy. Otherwise, you're just watching everyday life. Yep, this is what the military does. If you want that, watch a documentary. Right. Like, I want a cinematic experience... And something fun. So they had to push the limits. And they started right off with it. And I was in it. from I was like, you know, you go in thinking, there's no way this is going to meet expectations. Everybody's saying it is. I'm going to be the one that's like, hot, nope. That didn't happen. Even from the beginning when it, you know, slower started showing him in the, he's fixing his plane. I'm like, all right. I'm in even watching him fix this plane because that plane, the Mustang, like, I, at that air show I was telling you about, I saw that plane oh, yeah. fly and the sound that it makes. Wow. It's beautiful. It's this yeah. beautiful machine. Yeah. And so, like, I, I was connected to kind of because I, it's one of the few films where I'm like, I saw that thing in person fly. So when I saw him working on it, I'm like, that's a, I know that plane. And it that enhanced it too. Right. Yeah. And I, I too can distinctly remember the sound of a P-51 Mustang too, because I've seen it. I've heard it. And like it whistles almost. Yeah. It's got like a, but it's those old war planes. It's like a flying hot rod, you know, and it's. Yeah. Hence Mustang. Something to behold. Yes. But it was just insane, and I obviously I knew it was gonna like come back. I didn't know that was that's actually Tom Cruise's Pete. Like that's right. like I would look if I owned one of those. I'm not driving a car to work. Mm-hmm. I'll pay the thousands of dollars in gas that it takes. I'm flying to work. Okay, <laughs> if I can afford that, I can. I'm pretty sure I can afford the gas. Fly my P51. But I'm flying that to work. Let me just land my like. I'm not even gonna P51 like, at yeah, Grand I, Valley. Yeah. I drove the Stang to work yeah. today. Oh, you got a Mustang? Is that a four? Nah, dude. 
51, bro. <laughs> like I'm flying my I'm flying my Mustang in to work. Christian keeps leaving oh, yeah. us. Hopefully he'll be able to to join us with his internet. Mm -hmm. But until then, you know what? We'll keep talking. It's what he would want. You're you're good but at talking. You never shut the fuck up, so it's okay. That's true. That's true. Hey, even the show even chance agree. Chance is being rather needed tonight. So look at him. Hey, chance, chance, fetch, chance, sick him, sick him, bite bite his balls, no, bite his he's balls. Just gonna lay there and pout. He has no idea. Well, he probably can't hear me because I'm no, through the yeah. headphones. You know what else this movie does that I was not expecting, and that's probably why it got me so much, is this movie was, like, funny. Like, there was humor, and it mm -hmm. never felt out of place. Right. Like, there was a moment toward the end, I'll talk about when we get there, but I, like, laughed, laughed. Even the second time, I laughed harder. But one of the funniest things, and just to show the magnitude of this how far he traveled in this dark star. He lands, he doesn't know where he lands. And it's just this little podunk town. He walks in, there's no music or audio. Everybody's looking at him like he's a guy from space. And oh, he, yeah. He's, you know, yeah, he does the, right. uh, where am I? Yeah. And the little kid's like, Earth. Like, bro, you're in Earth. You're from space right now. <laughs> to us, you are Earth, from mister. space. Welcome to Earth, mister. You know, like... <laughs> Basically, like, what he was saying. Yeah. Oh. Like, where am I? Earth. I no. You, you can do whatever <laughs> you want in this town. You can have this water. You can yeah. steal our women. You can steal our <laughs> men. You can steal our children. You are from space right now, and here, have some water. Have some water. Fix your internet. Maybe, maybe I bet he could have fixed Christian's internet. Yeah. Maybe that. Maybe the. The uh, Dark Star uh, knocked out his internet. I don't know. So just a just a side disclaimer: Christians have an internet problem. So if you're not hearing him, it's because he's fixing that. He's not with us right now, but he's he's gonna work his way back. I think. I think. Mm -hmm. He told us to keep going, so that's why we're keeping going. You know the other cool thing about this, and obviously it was to so it could be marketed in other countries, but. I also like that it wasn't, it worked for me because it wasn't so, it didn't seem propaganda-y, is it's an unnamed enemy country. They were just like, we're not gonna, no, we're not doing politics, use your imagination. It's whatever country you don't like. It's an enemy country. That's what it is. Okay? Done. It's the enemy and that's it. And I appreciate that. Much like, I mean, the first one, they didn't outright say the Russians. Yeah. But I think that's that where everybody's mind goes, realistically. A lot of people, but not mine. That's where mine went. Mine went. Mine went to Florida. <laughs> I'm like, this country is Florida. Some red state. I don't know. Just pick, pick a red state. Any <laughs> right. red state. Yeah. Uh, mine went to Florida. I'm like, oh shit, Florida with their uranium. Come on, guys. You're America's <laughs> basement already. You're gonna yeah. do this? All right. Here we go. Let's blow them up. I guess. Right. We can vacation elsewhere. I'll go to Hawaii. I don't give a. Uh, right, yeah. That's just my thoughts on Florida. Beautiful, beautiful state. Terrible governor. Okay, what? Disney, not Disney political. Uh, anyway, um... Yeah, I'm in. Well, uh, I really want him to come back. <laughs> we can dive really into, like, Act back. 2. Well, that's what I'm thinking, but... Do you, like, do you think that's cool? Like, he hasn't talked about Act 1. I don't... Mm. 
Like, you good, fam? I'ma ask him if he's good. I'ma say, are you good, fam? I'ma say, you good. This is good video right here. Because they're seeing the behind the screens. Screen. <laughs> well, screen. Behind the um, screens. We can go to Act 2. We'll get his, some more thought, like, at the end when we kind of... Right. All right, so just we'll do a make full it up. recap. We'll so, make it up. Here, hold on. Christian, are you ready to go to Act 2? Yeah. <laughs> yes, you can go to Act 2. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. Poor guy. <laughs> aviator it's not what I am it's who I am how do I teach that even if I could teach it it's not what Rooster wants it's not what the Navy wants that's why they can me the last time the only reason I'm here is you I send him on this mission, he might never come home. And if I don't send him, he'll never forgive me. Either way, I could lose him forever. introduced to the team and he explains that the enemy knows everything they do about their jets and they the enemy they have fifth generation fighters more advanced than them but they can get ahead with proper dogfighting training he takes them all on one okay he goes head to head with the team like one team at a time and he makes easy work of him. He's far superior as a pilot. He, he does stuff they didn't even know about. We also learn that he and Rooster have a history, obviously because he's Goose's son, but there's more to it. 
There's some tension. We think it relates to the death of his dad, but it's really due to the fact that Maverick held him back from joining the Navy way back when. And we learn about that more. During the next training, they, he and Rooster go at it. They break the hard deck rule, causing Maverick to get chewed out and then requesting a lower hard deck. <laughs> the next lesson is more intense with a time limit and a stricter parameters that reflect the actual mission. Iceman texts Maverick to meet and we get an emotional cameo from Val Kilmer as Iceman. And they talk about letting go of the past. He, we find out, has some form of throat cancer. So he can only talk by typing and then just very little dialogue. Next, we get some of that good old-fashioned team-building dogfight football on the beach, baby. Maverick then takes Penny home, and we get a much more modest and a quicker, more tasteful love scene. But he gets caught by her daughter as he tries to escape. The mission has been moved up a week, so it's crunch time. The next phase of training involves extreme physical challenges, and Coyote goes into G-Lock and passes out. Maverick locks on him and his lock tone wakes him up and saves him. But then some birds hit the jets causing malfunctions to Bob and Phoenix and they have to eject and they live. Minor injuries. Mav and Rooster have a confrontation about why Mav pulled his papers and then we get, it's because he was trying to protect him. He didn't think he was ready. And then we get the sad news that Iceman has passed away from his illness. There's a funeral and it's sad and it's beautifully done. It's tastefully done. Cyclone then grounds Maverick because he, he knows how he deals with emotional stuff like this. But then he takes over the training. But Penny talks some sense into Maverick and tells him to prove himself. Maverick does an unscheduled, probably illegal test run stealing a jet and he succeeds proving the mission can be done cyclone is in a pickle and can either risk his career or court martial mav and have him dishonorably discharged he chooses the latter and mav is the team leader setting up the final mission still not back huh all right <clears throat> now this is when the movie okay the movie takes off right from ah, the it takes but off this is when we learn... Well, this is when we get all the fun actions, the training stuff. This, I'll tell you, the that first initial training, five-minute little training montage, this is what they played for us um, right before uh, Multiverse of Madness. And I'll be honest, oh, yeah, yeah. I'm sitting there <clears throat> super annoyed. Yeah. And I'm, I'm <laughs> yeah. making fun. I'm like, you Christian, so all right, not impressed. we've seen yeah. it. Let's move on. Because I just had it in my mind that, oh, this is just going to be a terrible sequel. I didn't give it a chance. Right. So I'm sitting there in the theater going, like, let's watch the, let's watch John, spoiler, let's watch John Krasinski as Mr. Fantastic. That's what I'm here to see. Turns out, after watching the movie, obviously a maturity moment for me, 180. And I'm watching this scene now with like a different perspective going, this scene slaps. I was annoyed for being annoyed sake and for trying to be edgy. I was like a middle schooler that listens to Panic at the Disco. You know what I mean? I'm trying to be edgy. Or Green Day. But this training scene, and he just owns them all. Yeah. And he's like cocky about it. And he's, well, you're dead. That's a kill. And they're doing push-ups. <laughs> yeah. He's like, I'm better. 
Like, I'm better at this. <laughs> I'm better. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, I tried to take notes on or put together. See, I didn't watch it a second time. I tried to do a re half recollection of the time I, I watched it in the theater and then just, you know, uh, internet looking up stuff. But yeah, I. The bar scene, that bar scene is in. That was in the first act. What am I saying? Um, uh, yeah, but if you can, you can talk about it. Oh, no, that's okay. We covered it enough. Um, the, I guess we'll talk about the football scene in in its place. Oh, I that, guess we'll just we'll just go we'll just uh, straight to well, that. Well, no, huh? I I'm I'm just trying to think of stuff I didn't like because that's that'll be hard. That, that's more of a task for me than. Uh, because I love this movie so much, but I did not really like the, the football, the beach football thing. Like it, it, it's like trying, that's one where they could have maybe skipped because it, I, I get the whole team building aspect of it, but it, it is, it, you're never going to live up to playing with the boys, you know? Nah, but it's a modern version of it. It's a different I, take. They have to have it. I know, but, uh, it's probably in some contract. You gotta, you have, gotta a have a sweaty recreational scene that builds friendship and and team building and all that. Yeah. Uh. Wow, I really thought. Yeah, that, I, I enjoyed. Yeah. I was confused because being a sports guy, Joel. <laughs> um, when I saw that there was two footballs going at the same time, I was like, okay. Okay, this is the big flaw of the movie. These people have no idea how sports work. This is absolutely... But then he explains, this is dogfight football. It's offense, defense at the right. same time. And I'm like, okay. if they, and I'm fight. glad yeah. they had a plan. And then it was totally cool because then I got it. But at first I'm like, what are they doing to football? Mm -hmm. But now I get it and it's cool. I might try it someday. Probably not. Maybe. I don't know. I don't know. But you need it. Like, you definitely need that. <laughs> need it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, yeah, and just, I wasn't jiving with, like, Rooster's treatment of Maverick. Like, it was not making any sense. He's like, he's just being brutal. Bitter and brutal. Like, the fact that he's placing this blame with Maverick. And then, come to find out, like, it made more sense. And I was like, oh, okay, well, that was a dick move to pull his papers. And basically hinder his career for what four years sure. was that uh, um kind of putting a four-year buffer in there so yeah but it's still like until that got resolved it was kind of it just it, i mean it did what it was supposed to because it made me feel uncomfortable but i was just like that, that's rough you know the fact that you have rooster here and i would i guess it's because i went into the movie thinking that like rooster would instantaneously hold mav up to like role model standard like it would be right. it would be like oh their buddy or like oh my gosh i haven't seen you so long i remember we both you know you'd be like happy but in a matter of fact it's not, not the case that's not what it is yeah so that's another moment where you're like here it is Here's their cliche. Right. And then it's not. 
and you're and again you're thinking <clears throat> because because we we think it naturally but then hangman we haven't even talked about the other characters we'll talk about them next mm -hmm. but hangman who is essentially the Iceman character in here and they both have man i thought that was cool but hangman he doesn't realize that like he didn't know ahead of time that goose well he didn't know who that was but then he saw a picture which by the way seeing miles teller in that hawaiian shirt mm -hmm. and the sunglasses right. with the he look that's perfect casting yeah. he looks just he looks like he's his son but when hangman sees the old picture of of him and then he he starts to kind of make an assumption he puts the pieces together and then you know brings it up in one of their meetings where he's like yeah what happened to your dad oh and you blame it on him and he's saying what we're all thinking is oh, why rooster's yeah. upset and then there's that almost that fight and you're thinking yeah he's saying what we just thought right but which obviously that still would, even if that's not why he's mad at Maverick, that would trigger something. You're talking about his dad who died. Like that's a dick move. Mm -hmm. Like don't do that. And I I think they played that really well because that's like, quote unquote, the worst thing that Hangman does. So he's redeemable this entire time, much like Iceman was. They're, I guess, the quote unquote antagonistic characters. Mm -hmm. but they both like they get it they're not gonna in training yeah they screw over their their teammates a couple because they're you're trying to be the best but in the end they're all on the same team and i appreciate that much like the first one but him as a character like i it everything every character has a moment and everything there he is every hey buddy hey guy i fight got back okay and, to the You're a fuck for doing that. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, I'm not pulling so, a Maverick. I was having him. a disastrous <laughs> um, so incident. Hopefully it was all right. We we went on to act two. Oh. Well, can I just <laughs> say a couple? <laughs> yes, you can. You can have the floor for like act one. You like a kid who, who like, yes. balloon got popped or... Ice cream got knocked out of his hands. I just, I just have a couple. I just have a couple things. Yeah, and then the rest of it was in Act Two. Mm -hmm. uh, l nice little thing here. Did you notice when he goes to the jukebox in the in the bar? He pressed eighty six. Oh, so I didn't know. When the movie came out, yeah, I noticed that. Uh, there's a David Bowie song. I think I turned to you, Joel, in the theater and note and said that. Mm -hmm. When a Jennifer Connelly shows up, and there's David oh, yeah. Bowie in the background, and that's a nod to Labyrinth. Labyrinth, right? Yeah, yeah, yep, yeah. And very much Easter egg type things going on in that bar scene. Yeah. Now <laughs> that we circled back to the bar scene, sorry, I I hey, screwed up and kind of missed scene. out. That's on kind of all I had. That's kind of all I had. I I just want to say that is a big scene. Yeah. Um. First of all, I wasn't. I guess. I guess the weak points for me in the movie were when they were trying to replicate certain things. The, the football and the bar scene, kind of how that was supposed to echo the bar scene or club, whatever. You lost love and feeling scene in, in the first movie. And it just, it was, it seemed a little like they were trying to take on the role of cocky pilots, like a little too hard on that scene. But also, 
I did appreciate um, this this ring theory. Uh, that, sorry for not playing it earlier. I didn't have it queued up. Um, uh, of Charles I did appreciate the whole thing of you know they throw Maverick out completely oblivious to like what the next day. Um, oh surprise! It's Maverick. You know he's your instructor. He's a legend. Oh yeah. Know, in that. And that is Act They're 2 stuff. Shit. Funny. We threw funny. him out. Yeah. It, Are you going to say what I think you're going to say, Joel? Well, I'm just saying how that kind of the ring theory of the, or echoes the whole, um, the Charlie, that's her name, Walking right? Walking yeah. in. Walking in like, oh, crap. She's the, you yeah. know, that's the same thing yeah. that's happening there. So. Yep. For sure. For sure. Did we, did we meet Warlock in the original movie? No. Because he knows him, and I was like, "Is that a guy from the original movie?" Because I don't. But I want to speak to that. He's not, but and neither is Hondo. But what this movie does so well is we believe they've known each other. It's not like, oh, here's a new character, and they they throw in lines. Hey, like remember that time you and I first met, and then we did all these missions together. They're just like, okay, just accept that it these was people, almost as bad six years right. as when we passed. fell into that nest of gun darks. <laughs> right. <laughs> like 36 years have passed. You have to just believe that he's right. made these relationships and they make them all work. They do every relationship in this, in my opinion, justice. Even characters you don't you see know, a lot. Now that you say that, I actually works. appreciate that they don't do that kind of thing where they go, oh, remember when we went to so and so and did so and such? Well, I'm because in that way, it it doesn't it doesn't it doesn't like, mean anything. It doesn't spoon feed the the audience. It's ooh, it's allowing the audience just to be like, hey, we understand mm -hmm. that you're intelligent. We're not going to insult your intelligence by giving you a line that's not going to come back to right. explain this relationship. And just honestly, look, they have one. <laughs> They've worked together. I didn't, okay, I didn't get anything out of this movie like I complained about the first one. With the whole, look, I know you didn't get into the academy because you're old man. I know, blah, blah, blah. Well, he knows, but we don't know. So therefore, that's why he's saying it. In this movie, I didn't get any of that. I didn't get anything. I didn't get the sense that anything was being like expository. Or we need to have this line in here because the audience needs to know what's going on. It's dealt with very naturally, I think. Like the, mm -hmm. what's your history? Like, what's the problem? Oh, he pulled my papers, set me back four years. Mm -hmm. Oh, like, and that is a ring theory. Ding, ding, in and of itself. Because that goes back to when he's talking to, when he didn't, okay. Maverick didn't get to go to Academy because of his dad. And now Maverick trying to be Rooster's dad, uh, surrogate father. He doesn't let him in the academy either. So it's kind of inverted. He was inverted. Mm -hmm. Oh! <laughs> Bullshit! No. <laughs> <laughs> but, like, let's, can we can we talk about the characters a little bit? Because there's a, obviously a bunch of new young pilots. And, Hang like I said, even the ones we don't get a lot of time mm -hmm. with... So how far They're, did you... Uh, okay, what were you guys talking about in Act 2? I'm sorry to interrupt. How far did you guys... We were just talk, We were just about to circle back to the characters. We were talking okay. about Hangman and how gotcha. he's the quote-unquote antagonist, but like 
It's it's kind of the but same really, idea as the, Iceman. He's cocky. Spencer, you I said like the not, really th- only thing that like you said was the only thing that really happened with him was him oh, making the dick comments about about Goose and his, about yeah. Goose about Goose. Yeah, bringing but that up. He doesn't do anything where there's never a point. There there from even from the beginning there was never a point even though his his entire the entire time it's this right here. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I swear this I went to high thing. school with somebody exactly like that, but we won't open up that. Oh, I'm a reserve. Yeah. That sucks. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I no, but there's there was never a moment, and much like the first one with Iceman, there was never a moment where I'm like, you know what? I hope this guy gets put in his this Iceman. I don't li- or this Hangman. I don't like him. Yeah. He was likable. He was. Like, you get it. There's always that guy. But. And he's not being too much of, I mean, he's being a dick, but he's not, like, unlikable. Can I, can, I don't mean to interject. Well, I do mean to interject. But <laughs> you do. Please interject. You do. Interject your words into me. So I got, this is kind of funny. My Uncle Scott, he's the part of the Air Force, and his favorite, his favorite movie is Top Gun. He sent me a, a picture, and it was Iceman, like Tom Kazansky. When the, when the douchebag pilot becomes Admiral... Or whatever, <laughs> and I, I said, I said, I guess this guy's next in line. And I posted that picture of Hangman with that stupid grin face. <laughs> and wow. now that I, when I think back on the movie, he after seeing it three times, he's more. I actually watched it last night, so make it four. Uh, he's more of a maverick, in my opinion. He's not, I don't really, because Maverick's the one who, he was the one taking the risks. He was the one who came into the place thinking he was Mr. Big Shot. I, I, who, like, who's the best pilot? That's who Hangman is in this instance. And he's the one doing, like, pulling all these stunts, like leaving his wingman like Maverick did. Well, that's not a strategy I've seen in a long time, because I did it. And it was a mistake. Oh, my gosh, you're right. Mm-hmm. And... <laughs> where am I? Fe- where are you, Phoenix? Where is he? Where is he? I'm dead, Dick, or whatever. She yeah, said. <laughs> yeah I'm, I'm dead. Yeah, like just every character's interaction with each other. Looks like we got a stealth pilot right. here. No, actually, I'm an engineer who works. Who can't take a joke. <laughs> <laughs> what do they call you, um, Bob? Bob. Bob. Yeah. yeah. No, he means your call sign, Bob. What's your line of work, Bob? <laughs> <laughs> oh bob what bob line of work are you in bob bob vance jet refrigeration but bob he's even, one of my like, favorites perfect yeah here real quick we got to do it favorite call sign from this oh, movie fuck. Uh, so there's who is there there's omaha yale harvard coyote halo, halo hangman rooster Bob, Phoenix, I think I already said. Payback, fanboy. Bob, I got it. Baby on board. <laughs> right, like that's a fun joke. Warlock. I know, that was pretty good. Oh yeah, Warlock, Warlock too. And Cyclone. Cyclone. Which, and Hondo. now that we're on the subject of Cyclone. Or, no, oh, you're not going to pick bitch. a favorite call no. sign? What's my favorite call sign? I'll, I'll get to that. Hold on. You're right. Let's get back on here. Actually, you know I what? Like John Bob. Hamm is more of an antagonist I like Bob. Than, is. than Hangman. I like Bob as a name, as a call sign. It's just, it's just funny. I don't know, man. It's simple. Payback is yet sick. effective. 
Fanboy is pretty, pretty cool sick. too. Um, Cyclone is so cool. But what was I talking about before I got off topic? Cyclone. Oh, you were going to talk about Cyclone. Oh, I meant before that. But we'll go with Cyclone. Why? I don't know if you guys talked about this already. Why is he such a asshole? Well, because he knows Maverick's history and he well, failed as an instructor. He knows how his ego is. But he knows how he has to know how much of a skilled pilot he is as well. Mm-hmm. Well, he gives him that credit. Like he gives him that much. But he knows he's not a good teacher. Like he the first day the guy throws away the instruction manual and I I don't I don't think he he likes how well, much of his own way he does it and how he thinks he he knows more. Like, all right, we're gonna do things oh, different. You which know I what? love by Instinctual. the way. The classic yeah. take everything take everything you know and toss right. it. Cyclone is the it. Iceman of the movie in terms of he's the straight man who, I don't like the way you're doing things. I don't like how you uh, do all these fancy stuff in your jets that cost millions of dollars. I don't like how you are going to be teaching these these recruits all these dangerous maneuvers like going below the hard deck and doing all that, which, by the way, that was another ring theory. Sure was. Of him yelling at him for going below the hard deck, just like Viper did. And even doing like, this is set for the safety of you and your planes and your pilots and all that. What is this? It's a request to lower the hard deck, sir. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that was good. That was fantastic. Now that we're on the the whole hard deck thing, I want to... Now that you understand what it means. I want to... Well, that's the thing. I was just going to say, it is explained. You're, you're right. They do kind of do a better job at explaining that a lot better, what the hard deck is. And just, like, why there's certain rules that they follow and when they're training and everything like that. So, Mm-hmm. Safety. But you know what? In the real world, on the mission, you're not going to... It's not safe. Mm-hmm. These are the parameters of the mission. You have to stay below this level or else the SAMs are, are going to get you. You have to do this yeah. in, in immense climb, G-forces and all, to get out. Yeah. There's no way out of it. I did. Except when I was watching it last night, I thought, why couldn't they just do a turnaround and come back from where they came instead of going up the other side, all those coffin corner, you know? Well, they'd- why couldn't they turn around in the bowl of the caldera or whatever you want to call it. Oh, I don't know. Because that would have been tight, too. That would have been equally hazardous. Because but... <laughs> yeah, their momentum is, they're already going here. They just dropped a you know a bomb, and immediately they have to drop it right there. And then immediately after, that's when they have to pull up. There's no opportunity to ah. just be like, drop, ah, it's just swing back. <laughs> I suppose. They, they can't. And in, in the context and the logic of the movie, they yeah. would have thought of that also probably um but the that's the whole thing with the training though the simulated trench run uh essentially yes it kind of made the stakes higher you know like it it was less of a it adds tension yeah, it adds tension it was less of a uh let's pretend you know you actually felt like, oh, you felt that they had to stay in that lane and, you know, but I don't know. I just felt. How little... far did you, how far did you have act two going? 
since I didn't get to hear it because of my internet. Uh, I had Talk Iceman ending at at when when Maverick is made team leader. Okay, cool. Um, speaking of how what Joel was just cool. Going that's off not where of. I had it, but we'll go with it. Great. Uh, speaking of no, I actually did have it at that right after he shows oh, that it can be done. Right after oh, good. he You're shows, wrong. which um, is one it of actually my... ends with. Okay, Sorry. shut. Sorry. You're right. Okay. Go ahead. Okay. No, when he, that's one of my favorite parts of the movie, if not my favorite part of the movie, is when he shows, like, the, the, the cyclone comes in. He's like, okay, we're lifting the hard deck. You're not to fly below 300 feet. 300 feet? Is that correct? I think so, yeah. Okay. that's the, We're lifting it up, and, well, they're all complaining. Well, we're not going to make it. We're going to be sitting ducks. And then all of a sudden you see, what's that? Who's that? Maverick. Uh, Maverick, I see we don't have a scheduled event for you. Well, I'm going anyway. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Like, and then he shows, and when they have the camera inside his cockpit showing like his facial expressions and stuff and showing like the, the, the canopy or the, the, what do you call it? The cockpit. I, the I cockpit, think there's a different the name for it. Same thing. The, but when it, you see it like rotating and going mm-hmm. like, from side to side, you can f- almost feel being in there with him, mm-hmm. even though it's in, like we saw it in 2D, but even though with just the motion, you can imagine yourself being in that plane and feeling the same sensations. And I'm trying to do it right now with my movements, <laughs> but you're, yeah, I you're just- like the Star Trek <laughs> set from the 60s. <laughs> <laughs> Like Michael but, Scott in uh, in uh, Threat Level Midnight. Yeah. <laughs> Driving Michael Scott. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, even even that, like he didn't have to act to do th- because he was actually in a jet. Yeah, it it does give you the feeling that they're actually flying the jets, they even are. though they're in another, like they're sitting behind actual pilots and they have to act like they are but they are actually reacting to the g's though the g-forces and things like that i actually that that's such a cool sequence such a cool of sequence. him doing the the run yeah yeah what i didn't like was what leading up to it right beforehand when the okay the penny bit the penny bit because we haven't even talked about penny penny this will lead right into what i was talking about weakest aspect of the movie I'll say it right mm-hmm. now. Weakest aspect of the movie yeah. is the relationship between Penny and Dude, Pete. I had to ask you. I was like, who the hell is this? I don't know who this is. Yeah, he you didn't know? even know. And I, I had, I whispered to him. I said, it's in the first movie. And I still didn't, like, I still yeah, didn't understand. Daughter. I was like, you were talking during that entire movie. <laughs> <laughs> it's the animal. When we go talk about we don't fuck the animal's daughter. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> No, but, it's the Admiral's daughter. But it was the Admiral's daughter when, when he says, and by the way, f- one disembordination for flying over the Admiral's daughter. And then Ru- Goose is like, Penny Benjamin? And you, asshole. Yeah. T-Bagged her. <laughs> wow. <But laughs> that, wow, what? yeah. A lot of class. You just dis- no, they had tea together. Showed. <laughs> they, t- they, te- they had tea. Yeah. I, again with, again but, with a Star Trek. T. Uh, um, in terms comparing comparing the whole the 
the relationship with Charlie in the original movie played, I thought it played almost a bigger part mm -hmm. in the first movie than this one does in this movie. I don't know. They served the well, same purpose. She was purpose. an instructor. She was an instructor, and she and they her performance was that she was intelligent. I'm not saying Penny Benjamin is stupid or anything. Mm -hmm. She I'm is. Just I'm saying, just not saying it. <laughs> I'm just saying that her it was it just didn't do it for me. It was the weakest aspect. She says the same lines like tw once or twice. The whole "I'll make you dinner," "I'll make you dinner," "I'll make you dinner" to her daughter. It's like okay, you don't need to use the same line another time. Try a different line, so we're not repeating ourselves. Mm -hmm. Um, but just I did think the 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 intimate the intimate talking sex scene for lack of a better term much better much better more it's more what do i want to say i don't know it's more it's real tasteful. quick it just shows them kiss and it's then they're, they're talking no licking. it's tasteful we don't get no, licking no we don't licking. get tongues touching each other <laughs> it's actually it's intimate in the sense they're having a heart-to-heart -heart conversation um, concerning her daughter relative to his relationship to Rooster. That's what the scene is cementing there. Right. With her needing to t trust her daughter to do the things that she wants to do and Rooster needing to do... What are you doing? The cat's on the table. Okay. Cat's on the table and a silver <laughs> But... <laughs> and a black microphone. And this this is where we get the similar scene from the first movie, Ring Theory. When uh, he's talking to Charlie in her house after the beach scene, after the beach volleyball scene, the homoerotic volleyball scene. And he's talking to her about his oh, relationship owner. and the history with his father. This is where he is talking to Penny, <laughs> coincidentally, after the... Vo the uh, uh, what is it? Dogfight football scene. Mm. That obviously parallels the volleyball scene. But he's talking about his his relationship to Rooster trying to be his father that he lost and how I'm not going to tell him that his mom didn't want him to do it and that's why I did it because he already resents me. Why should I cause him to resent her? And I was like, oh, that's good. I like that. He's and they're actually having right a good conversation. He's sacrificing Act 3. And she does... To her credit, to this role's credit, she does what you were just talking about in the last scene, in the last movie, with Viper. Like, it's not like telling somebody what they do. It's giving somebody food for thought, what they need to do. Not just telling them, you need to do this, this. It's asking questions and giving them food for thought for them to make it out for themselves to learn. Can I just say... When she says, is that what Rooster's like? How is he ready now? Jennifer Connelly, that's her name, right? Yes, very attractive woman. I did not realize how attractive she was because in this yes. movie, I'm like, my goodness. My goodness. Yeah. I will speak of, any We We got a funny moment the about bank. that. Yeah, take the penny to the bank. Is that how you're going to? Okay. Uh, Spank Bank, what's your funny story? <sighs> okay, yeah, well. Joel. Uh, the bar goes back to the bar scene. Take it away. She <laughs> cut off your new album. Uh, <laughs> she rings the bell, and what? 
I I think we went into say no, essentially the we, same thing, but I was gonna say, I bet he'd like to ring her bell, and I think you said, yeah, nice. I feel like you were trying like to say, to. <laughs> oh, she can ring my bell, like that's what I was okay, gonna say. Well, that's what I was gonna say. But we and went into we same, turned to each yeah. other at the same time, yeah, <laughs> and we <laughs> and just we're gonna stopped. say the we're same like, thing. Okay, we're gonna say the same thing. And Joel's keeling over, <laughs> laughing in front of us. <laughs> I just put my face in my hands because like. And I'm laughing. I'm tr- holding it in. I'm going. <laughs> but anyway, I'd like to get in her bell tower. <laughs> Spencer, you weren't there, so uh, you should feel bad. No, I wasn't. Her eyes, though. You should feel bad. Gorgeous. Her eyes are gorgeous. I. She's got a beautiful face. I. I have my echo <laughs> done, but I, I still. I still heard one. I don't mean to sound creepy. All right, before this turns into face. Be- before this. Yeah. Creepy Connolly hour. Yeah. <laughs> did we go over? We did not really talk about the Iceman scene. Oh, we my should word. right now, and then we'll go to Act Three. That's so very, Iceman's very here. Important. He's the only reason Maverick is is worried. He's kind of protecting. Like he's was handpicked by right. him. Mm-hmm. And Cyclone, we he's like, you weren't my first choice. You weren't even on the list, fucker. <laughs> But because Iceman, I admire him and I trust him. Right. He wrote that in the margin. He said you're good. <laughs> he did. Yeah, what a scene. Like right. Iceman, this this rivalry turned just friendship. Oh. And, and they they did it respectfully with writing in the situation because Val with Kilmer's, Val Kilmer's real, voice, yes. You know, very, real very well thing done. And how they recreated it. Yes. And I love even ah. even the end of their conversation, like after, you know, like you got to move on, you got to let it go. And, you know, this deep emotional stuff. And Tom Cruise really carrying this scene, talking to him, but only getting written words back. So it's pretty much, dude, you know, he's acting against somebody who's not talking to him directly. So he's only feeding off words he's looking at and he mm-hmm. nailed it. But then when they hug and he finally the when he does talk, it's a joke. And I love that because it's it's showing like, hey, I I I have to use my voice sparingly, but because of our history, uh, I'm I'm the words that I'm choosing to probably go through pain mm-hmm. to say is a joke. Like, hey, who do you think's the better pilot? And then I love the response of, hey, we're having a good moment. Don't yeah. ruin it. Yeah, I I love that he he chose that. To, to be his spoken word, like his one like actual line. Can you well, and then aside thanks. from what the na- they need, Maverick, right? Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, um, yeah. but the Navy yeah. needs Maverick. Yeah, the kid needs Maverick. No, and you know, to be honest, going into this, I I knew I was aware that Val Kilmer had health issues. I was not mm-hmm. aware to the extent. So seeing this was a bit jarring as was was hard for me. But this whole entire scene, you know, because when I'm looking at Val Kilmer, I'm seeing Batman. I'm seeing my right, childhood right. hero, Bruce Wayne. you know, like one of my childhood heroes. And, and it's and it's hard to, to see a childhood hero have to endure that, you know. But I mean. It's Val, and he's on yeah. screen, and he's I mean, acting, and he's doing this amazing scene great. with with Tom again, and and it just 
it, it brightened me right up and the fact of the matter is I'm sorry but as far as now zooming back in on the movie itself and Iceman and, mm-hmm. and Mav yeah. this gave me you know seeing Iceman again seeing Val as Iceman again gave me a stronger emotional response as far as the hero returns than fucking Luke TLJ for sure mm-hmm. but even in Force Awakens probably you know even even that mm. and I mean me uh, too dude in oh, they brought Star Wars into the episode again Ugh. well come on Listen, this, this, this movie is, parallels yeah. it a lot it's um, fine it's yeah. the movie's it's based on Star Wars for Pete's sake they might as well give George yeah. credit but better but but it is yeah what were you, you want to finish your idea, Joel? No, I just you know, it it, it just no, I don't. I guess the last thing I have to say is just <laughs> the ghost. The lesson I learned, or the lesson we can learn, is just don't give up on our heroes quite yet. Don't give, don't give up on them. Right. Clearly, well, like they they have a lot, you know. Dude, don't lose hope. I just would you say, don't lose that love and feeling. <laughs> <laughs> oh, good one. I just saw an inter- I I read about an interview that he just did recently where they asked him if he would be interested in being Batman or Bruce Wayne again. He said, "Yeah, yeah he please." Said, yeah. Mm-hmm. And I would love to see that right. as old Bruce. Uh, I'd rather see him than Michael. Keaton. <laughs> I would, well, you won't be seeing Michael Keaton because the footage doesn't nope. exist anymore. <laughs> Honestly, good. They handled it. That sucks what WB did, but good. Not a movie I was interested in. Thanks. Okay, moving I on. I wasn't either. But in terms of my thoughts on the Iceman scene, I thought that was his actual voice. I didn't know the extent to to which his voice was damaged by the mm-hmm. throat cancer. Mm-hmm. And I heard him in an interview on ET, and I was like, oh, wow. he sound, That's way worse than it was in the movie. But they had used that, I forget the organization, the AI, the team that's doing, he's working with to recreate his voice, which he has an amazing voice, by the way. Mm. Just, I was incredible. It's incredible watching that scene and hearing his voice so well done. It sounds so natural. Even his daughter said so. She was like, that's my dad's voice. Yeah. Like in an interview. It sounded. They did it. Wow. Wow. And even in the movie, it sounded amazing. And they had, I wonder how much they had to do to alter that to make it sound like that in the sound design stage. But they did a fantastic job bringing him back in as kind of the Viper character. Mm-hmm. It was a perfect cameo. In terms of, it's, it's a very clear connection to that scene with Viper where he's giving uh, Maverick the pep talk to kind of get him back yep. into sorts. But this and is I more thought, personal because they knew, like they were, like they had a history. Right. You know, I, I, right. I found the, the whole... flaw. I found the flaw in the film. When the last thing, the last interaction they should have had was, you know, don't ruin the good moment, and he should have just looked at him and gone. <laughs> <laughs> found now the that flaw. That would have ruined it. <laughs> There it is. That would have been funnier. No, I joke. I want to go on record as saying that was a joke. There's no flaws in this movie. Something I would have liked... (laughs) Something I would have liked for them to do was to have... And and I talked about it the last episode. I believe that it was Iceman's fault. And I would like to believe that Iceman knew that it was partially his fault what happened to Goose. 
the tragedy of what happened to Goose with what he did by pulling out the way he did and he didn't take the shot. I thought it would have been, I, I was kind of thinking about how they could have changed the scene here a little bit for him to include that, to acknowledge that. And then maybe they could have had a little moment there. And that might sure. have helped take the that might have helped take the responsibility off for Goose's death off of Maverick's shoulders that he's been shouldering for thirty years. I actually believe it's the reason why he hasn't risen above Captain, mm. not only because of oh, his yeah. insubordinate behavior, but because maybe he doesn't want to go above There's, that rank yeah. because he doesn't have Goose with him because he doesn't want to go beyond what he he There's and a Goose guilt complex. were at. Yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. And he finally gets past it through his relationship with that builds with Rooster in this movie. Yeah. But I would have liked him to say maybe type on the computer or maybe even say it for the stronger emotional impact. It, I didn't take the shot or something like mm-hmm. that. He could have said, I didn't take the shot. And, he, and Maverick would have known exactly what he was talking about. And the audience probably could have tuned into exactly what he was talking about and they could have shared a moment with that yeah see then and, they could have and that would have been fine maybe but i'm glad they didn't because then that 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 could leave a bet it's oh it's and i it's that cliche of hey man like i'm sorry after all these years but it's not about that it's about you mm. like it's his son like you you gotta move forward right and who knows? Again, it's been 36 that. years. Who They probably have talked about that. It wouldn't just be coming up 36 right. years later. Right. Yeah. But I, I, it could be both ways, I think. Sure. But I get what you're saying, too. Where it kind of adds it. I don't know. Maybe I, I'm, I'm just hearing it from you now, so I haven't thought about it as much. Yeah, but. I think they wanted to have the connection from the old film, but not just constantly be beating you over the head with, yup, Goose is dead. Yup, Goose is right. dead. Yup, Iceman right. knows Goose is dead. Yup, Cyclone yeah. knows Goose is dead. Rooster knows his dad is dead. It's like, part of the reason it. why the sequel, it, it's not just your conventional sequel where they're going to do all the beats and do what you expect them to do. Like the whole, oh, you're responsible for my dad's death, and that's going to be the main central conflict. So glad they didn't do that. But it's no because you pulled my papers because you're trying to be like my dad, sort of a deal. Well, I mean, Rooster doesn't act, think we that get he's, a, maybe a I don't think moment. he thinks he's trying to be like his dad, but he doesn't know why. He, given what he says to him after Phoenix and Bob have their near accident, which probably reminded him of what happened with Goose during a training accident like that. And we even get the whole thing where Maverick says, it's going to happen again. You fly long enough, it's going to happen. And that's another ring theory to the last movie. Yeah. But I, he, he says what? I'm not ready, not ready enough to fly like you. So it makes it sound like, oh, you're holding me back because you're afraid of my potential sort of thing. In that I want sense. more, and I know I shouldn't. He's right. holding me back. He's Anakin. <laughs> There's another parallel, except better. Yikes! And you're talking about characters. You're talking. We're talking about characters. I think Rooster is Maverick post Goose. Rooster is Maverick post Goose, where he doesn't have that. Com- he's he knows what happens to his dad. He knows that flying is dangerous, so he's playing it too safe. 
He's holding mm-hmm. his cards too close to the chest. Flying just a little too slow. Right, right. I love this song. <laughs> what slow ride. During the bar oh, scene. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I didn't get like, that They're at dynamic. First. The character's dynamic with each other. So perfect. But he was way out of line doing that. I know I'm flying all over the wall here in terms of yeah, bouncing from one thing to another. It, every character goes a little too far. But he, right. That was way I was out of line. Joel, that's the worst thing he does, and that's redeemable. Like, okay. Yeah, another right. another thing that Let's took me out back. of it was they have that altercation, and then like a scene later, they're all buddy-buddy, kind of, during the touchdown football thing. Well, because I think, he, you know, they got it all out. There it was, and now mm-hmm. here. We're same team. Let me help you up. Dad. I don't know. Could they have put in a scene there where they could have had some sort of show of mutual respect? Just a little, even if it was like, even if it was like what uh, Hangman does later in the movie when he says, give him hell and just walks away. Even if they had like a, hey, your old man was a good whatever he did. And then that kind of patched things mm-hmm. up a little bit. Yeah. Something like that. But it just, it kind of was jarring that they just had this big fight about something intensely personal as the death of your parent. And he lost both of his parents. And right. it, it's not addressed. It just kind of bugged me. Well, do we want to go to act three and just talk about the really, really good oh. stuff? Uh... So, yes. I didn't like the jumping out. Just talking a little bit more about the Penny Benjamin. First, sailing. I like oh. how it shows Maverick in a in a position of being uncomfortable and not prepared and yeah. not knowing what he's not knowing what he's. Yeah, it kind of. I thought you were in the navy. Quote unquote, humanizes him a little bit and kind of takes this legend status. Knocks off him down like, a peg. Okay, yeah. he's right. He's an amazing pilot, but he can't sail for shit. <laughs> Sailor, no thanks. He but lands on boats. He doesn't sailor. I hardly know her. I, I liked how he. I liked how he taught the class about doing the trench run. He's like, "Why'd you slow down? Why didn't you communicate? Don't tell me. Tell, tell him. it to his family. Tell, right. Oh because yes, because he knows what that experience is like. He puts the guilt and the weight on them. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. I love but at it. the same time, at the same like, time, it's like, love- dude, chill. Don't don't like project your insecurities or whatever. But no, but you gotta, that's serious. That, you gotta though. fire yeah. him up. Yeah, you gotta have that real world implications right. there. You have to do that. And I did like you the, the dogfight football scene was great in terms of cementing them all as a group of being a team and getting on, like getting together and doing something fun instead of competing in a high octane setting like they do in the training and the jets them down, and stuff. Have some fun. Open it up. Everybody have good time. <laughs> Then I'm gonna go have sex with. What you guys? I I would have preferred. Well, the intimate scenes, the intimate scenes being used as a device to to tell us important information. I like that they kept from the first movie. I didn't like how he left the house. It, I did. I it bugs was fine. me. I I I just I don't like it. Just leave. Just go downstairs. You don't have. Put Just your clothes on. Go me. downstairs. She doesn't know that you were banging. Well, oh, the fall well, from the window. Then? Yeah, yeah. What the fall just, from the window. Down? So, Christian, you just want him to walk down. Oh yeah, fucked your mom. Well, um, I'll uh. Well, no, wait, 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 wait. Now. What if, what if he, what if he and her walked down? He said, "Oh, hey, Amelia," and blah 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 blah. 
and, and then, then she he just leaves. Goes, <laughs> Look for Forrest Gump. Wow. <laughs> Gosh. Wow. Okay. No. Forrest Gump no. reference there. Just they so come downstairs and, and don't do the whole like the whole cliche shtick where they're coming downstairs and they're like, oh, oh hey, I didn't know you were home. <laughs> and they're like still other. putting their clothes on. Like, yeah. come downstairs, be like, oh, hey, Amelia. Oh, I was just coming over to, I, I had to pay a bar tab again. I'll see ya. See ya some other time, whatever. And then he could have left. By bar tab, do you mean boner? She rang my bell. See ya. <laughs> <laughs> could have. I ordered something left. from 36 years ago. He could have left. In my and Amelia and Amelia and her mom could have had a moment, and that would have made nah. her a more fun character with her and her nah. daughter instead of being like, "Don't break her heart again." Like, not to make fun of the kid actress, I'll try but not that to. just that just sucked the air right out of your ass. Well, that's that's not where you suck air. <laughs> no, that's not how it works. You blow air out of it, but you don't. Aha! Yeah, that's not okay. So how about Act Three? That's just—that's not what I meant to say. <laughs> and Joel, just so you know, we're that's probably going to go over too. I don't care, but I'm Riverside sorry. does. It, it's inevitable. You can't not with this one. It's There's okay. So much it's more stuff. It's Editing's okay. Be okay. Okay. We're using our backups. Okay. Uh, let's go to Act Three, though. Okay. You mocking me? I ain't calling you a truther now. Okay, so your call sign is now bitch. No, that's not. Okay, fine. Act three. You all right? Yeah, I'm good. You all right? What the hell? What are you doing here? What am I doing you here? I took that missile so you could be down here with me. You should be back on the carrier by now. I saved your life. I saved your life. That's the whole point. What the hell were you even thinking? You told me not to think. Well, it's good to see you. It's good to see you too. So what's the plan? Oh man, this, uh, I might, I might get choked up talking about it, but here we go. Here we go. Talk to me, Goose. Maverick prepares the mission he chooses phoenix and bob payback and fanboy and he chooses rooster as his wingman with the rest of the people hangman included being reserves the mission is on and the two teams embark through the skies everything runs smooth and dagger one that's maverick's group does their job they they do the trench run they blow the thing up rooster is falling rooster is falling behind because he's known to think too much and go just a little slow 
And excuse me while I fight back tears, but he says, Talk to me, Dad. To which Maverick, without knowing that he says that, says, Come on, kid. And he's the father he always tried to be after Goose's passing. Mm -hmm. Rooster kicks it into high gear and gets on schedule, but Fanboy's laser targeting system fails and Rooster eyeballs it and goes bullseye with the missile. They all, and a sweet explosion effect there too underground, they all escape the trench, but they are attacked by those radar missiles and you know it's a fight for their lives just as rooster is about to be shot down maverick takes the missile and he goes down everybody thinks he's dead and everybody is ordered to come back maverick is alive somehow maverick has returned in the forest he gets shot at by a helicopter but hold the fucking phone because rooster comes out of nowhere and shoots it down but then gets taken out and he ejects just like i did watching this movie the two now on foot steal an f-14 tomcat we're going old school and they take to the skies but they're found by some of these fifth generation fighters and they're in a dogfight. maverick takes one out but they're no match for the other and all hope is lost when they can't eject. But what's that? Hangman, the guy known to leave you hanging, saves the day. They all make it home. Maverick does his signature, buzzes the tower, and we all cheer. Hangman gives props to Rooster. Maverick and Rooster embrace. I'm crying. They hug. Rooster <laughs> pays tribute to his dad and Maverick. And then now the parallel picture with him and Maverick. Maverick and Penny literally fly off into the sunset in his P-51 Mustang as Lady Gaga plays us out. Oh boy. I'm just going to tell you, last night I'm sitting there watching this. And the whole third act, I'm like, okay, I'm good. But when, when he, when Rooster looks at the picture of his dad and Maverick and then like hits the wall and then there's the picture of him and Maverick like I I cried like it just came out I'm like that's gonna get me every time I watch this freaking movie that's gonna get me every time and it did it got me but man what a third act it's fantastic it's so fantastic (sighs) like and it could have been a generic fight scene right but it wasn't right and they even threw in one of the moment i was telling you about where i laughed out loud last night a real laugh when you know the whole movie maverick is telling him you know do don't think like don't don't think and then after the crash he's running toward him and then maverick just (laughs) shoves him and he's like what are you doing or what were you thinking? I just saved goes, your you life. You told me not to think. <laughs> and then that silence where he's it's just good to like, see you. yeah, right. Yeah. Like when he throws his arms up, I'm dying because that, Maverick is like, I did tell him that. Like, what were you thinking? You told me not to. <laughs> that yeah, was when. Shit, that was when me. it turned into. 
That was when you start seeing the Maverick and Goose dynamic yeah. Yeah. come back. That shouldn't have worked. Son. That had no right being a funny moment that works. No right. It shouldn't have worked. In any other movie, that wouldn't work, and it won't work, and they shouldn't have done it. But in this movie, it worked. And he is just like his dad, too. Like, you're gonna fly, mm-hmm. we're going to fly out of here in that bag of ass. Or whatever. <laughs> the F-14. <laughs> the F-14. I love that. They brought that museum like, piece back. There, there's a guy over there, Mav. There's another guy over there. All right, let's start running. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and there, then the signal. Yeah. The signals. What does that sign mean? I Just no smile idea. and wave. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what or the, or the classic. I not that one either. <laughs> 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 I haven't seen that one either. No, but those jets, they reminded me, and listen, I'm mentioning the air show again. What's your the TK Raptor. number? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it, they These looked and resembled probably a, a couple different, you know, like actual fifth gen fighters. But like when they're flying, I'm like, I saw something. Like it was just great. When they did that maneuver where he moves out of the way of the missile and then right. moves, goes, what the fuck yeah, was that? Yeah. And I'm like, that's, I saw him do that. That was sweet. But that hit. Their one use of the fuck word really worked. The fuck was that? I speak, that whole scene, I love, it's it's funny how it started out, like the, like not having the hand signals, which kind of mirrors the whole flipping the bird thing at the Mm -hmm. beginning of the last movie. Keeping up foreign relations. (laughs) But. I I love how when he convinces Maverick, he's like, "Come on, Mav! If I was if I weren't here, you'd be on him already. It would be a dog fight." But he's you like, are. But here. you are here. And the way he says that, I really like it. And he's like, "Just don't." I I thought it got a little hammy when he said, "Come on, Mav! Don't think, just do." I still mm-hmm. but I and loved it. and then Maverick like does jets off to the side, fires like some shots off, k- takes out one of the fifth generation fighters and i was like all right that was cool that was Let's cool go and then he's doing all like just knowing the stakes of it like he knows that he has to, he's doing this for rooster mm-hmm. he's doing it to keep him alive he doesn't i don't think he well, cares he's about doing himself it for goose. right he's doing it for goose he's doing it for rooster he's doing it for the legacy he doesn't care about himself that's why he wanted to do the mission in the first place because he knew this isn't no no one's coming back from this one i'll do it because you know, I what do I have left? I'm not going up in the navy. I'm staying as a captain. Maybe I'll see Goose again. Maybe that's going in his head. But I, it's that this the whole third act just starting mm-hmm. off, alongside what you just started, what you uh, mentioned about him saying "talk to me, Dad," and then it cuts right to Maverick. As he says, come on, kid, you got Krista it. Don't think, just do it. Oh, man. Jeez. That's a f- great example of an mm-hmm. edit that has intention behind it. Another one is when he said, he's talking to, hey, Mav, Maverick, uh, P- M- Captain Mitchell. And they're trying to talk. I, I just wanted to say, and then you get the radio chatter, blocks over it, and Maverick's like, we'll talk later. We'll talk later. Mm-hmm. And says okay oh bradley what what does he say to him as he's walking away you got this you got this yeah you got this and then it it you hear hondo maverick 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 and then it cuts forward to maverick like lost in thought 
And I love that edit because it shows that we're, we see that happen in real time, him talking to Goo, uh, Rooster. But then mm -hmm. the way they cut it makes it seem like we're looking into Maverick's mind, into what he was just, he was thinking about that conversation with Rooster. The way they made that edit. I loved that. Very good edit there. To move forward and kind of add a twist to the time aspect of when things take place. Yeah. Um, and then definitely want to touch on the, the trench run, as I alluded to oh, earlier. Sure. Oh, yeah. And you, it is a trench run. It is that Star Wars Death Star trench run, but it is better. It is. It, it's higher stakes. It's, it's and, and, you know, the whole. As soon as, you know, as soon as. uh Is it payback who, or Bob? Uber. Who is struggling with the laser? Is it fanboy? Uh, okay, as fan soon boy. as that started happening, I was like, I know what this computer. is going to be. This is this is the Luke yep. switching off his radar. This is the Luke or targeting computer. Yep. This mm -hmm. is that, and that's exactly what it was. And I'm just like, damn it! How did? But how was that better? It, how would like? How, <laughs> <laughs> like <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> how Dude, you just I, said that? I'm sitting there the whole time going. How is this movie? Yeah. How is this movie? How, how is this a better Dude, blowing the, up the, Death Star moment right now? You know, like the funny geez. thing about it, Joel, is they do it in a way that doesn't seem like a ripoff. Mm -hmm. It doesn't mm. seem like a like unoriginal ripoff of Star Wars. Right. It's clearly, I think it's clearly inspired by that. Well, it helps that it takes but you're place. Not in, there. I don't know, present day, and uh, you know, I I know. More, yeah, yeah. Real world, not a long, long time ago in a galaxy far mm -hmm. away, but I, I just love, I, I appreciate that. Yes, this whole thing is a trench run. It's very Star mm -hmm. Wars inspired, but it doesn't feel unoriginal no. in the mm -hmm. context of the movie. No, no, no. Like it, it seems like it, like I love how straightforward the mission is too. Like right, it's, they don't it's, complicate it with a big old. No. We got to go big with the plot. No, no. It reminds me of something simple. from a video game. Like in terms, I of, hope they make this into a video game. They, you can play in Ace Combat Seven. You can download a Top Gun Maverick DLC pack with the Dark Star, the F eighteen. You you can do it. This in makes me want Microsoft get Flight get Simulator. You can get Top game. Gun ships. It's it makes cool. me want to get. Like I've never the full liked cockpit set up with the joystick and everything. Yeah, dude. In I've speaking, never liked the flying levels right. in any game. I'm just like, I this is stupid. I give me the flying levels. Speaking now, of flying levels this. in video games, the way their form their formation is, their attack formation or not the attack formation, Stay but in when attack they're flying formation. in, when they're flying into the fog, and you've got. Maverick in front, two guys on the side, slightly elevated, and then the one in the back. I was like, that's Star Fox 64 right there. Oh, Just like when oh, you wow. open a mission, they're, you open into a mission and they're yeah. flying in that diamond-shaped formation. And I was like, that's yeah. Star Fox. And they're squadron. Like, they're all teammates. Why hasn't there been a Star Fox movie? <laughs> you do one. there's a Model after Maverick this. movie. Model it's one your after moment, this. Christian. But also when... When they're in the F-14, Write it. when they're in the F-14, they get on the runway and they're opening the wings. I'm thinking to myself, Fox McCloud, open the wings. 
from Star Fox uh, 64. Mav? All range the wings mode. coming out? And I was like, that. I wonder if they had that in mind. I doubt it, but it would be surprised. interesting if it would be like a little, ooh, I'm going to put this little thing in there and maybe no one's going to know. <laughs> or maybe I'm yeah. just, I'm doing it, I'm projecting my own right Except for the one Nintendo nerd in the crowd. Really cool. <laughs> He's in the theater. Guys, they do the same thing in Star Fox 64, Nintendo 64, 1972. Yep, it's uh, it's the game. Uh, Star Fox, he he meets his dad, and then they're they have to fly in the cockpit together. So there's a big wall in front of Funny him. Funny thing have, is, uh, 25 meters to get up in the air. He puts I'll, the I'll wings out. out nerd Star on, Fox I'll go shoots out up nerd over the wall. If you go the hardest route in Star Fox 64, on the 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 upper hardest route through you know zone s and aquas I don't and all know. that you don't know <laughs> oh that's too bad i'm gonna tell you you make it to venom you get to the end you fight the real andros after you beat him the like fuck? the ghost no of way. james mcleod shows up kind of if a goose uh ghost showed up ghost goose showed up and he leads fox out of the tunnels of the base back to safety all right so, i'll play it you gotta play it. It's on. You get. You have an N sixty four, don't you? No, well, I that sold was foolish. It. Oh, that's right. Well, I have a Switch, well, I, and you can play N sixty four games on it. I'll have to show you sometime. I'll borrow yours. You yeah. have a Nintendo sixty four yeah. still, right? Yes, I do. I'll borrow yours. And I still have Star Fox sixty four. It's amazing. Those games. And then are like we'll over do a, years a special anyway, Sequelman Star Fox stream. I would love to do that. Sure. I would love maybe. to do that. But anyway, back Me to the too. movie. Me too. How about this movie, though? I think... <laughs> I'm just going to say this. Oh, this go is ahead. a perfect act three. It is. It's a perfect I act I love three. the absence of Everything music. hits... Yeah, I knew you would. I'm sitting there talking to Krista. I'm like, hey, you notice that there is no music. And you know who's going to bring this up tomorrow? Christian, bring it all. And he's going to be right. He's going to be right about it. This is brilliant. And when they fly up and over at Coffin Corner, they, they accomplish the mission. Well, they're almost they're almost there. But when they start getting attacked by the Sams, that's when the music starts coming in. And I almost want yep. it. I almost want him to keep the music out. Because it was so intense watching them go through the trench and go up through the 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 The, the Grinch. Oh, wow. <laughs> the incline there with the g's and then when they do that they do the inverted turn down into the the bowl so for lack badass. of a better term and that you you just hear that as they go down and then it cuts to the next oh man the use of sound design in this movie is great as well very well mm -hmm. done i would not be surprised if this movie sweeped the oscars next year right and i did read an article headline alluding to that as well but the movie's just such a phenomenon. I think it's going to going to uh, take a lot of awards back home from the Oscars, and it'll deserve every one that it wins. Yeah, I don't know. Avatar two might give oh, it a run for its Jesus. money. You had to mention it. I'm gonna burn Avatar oh, to the ground. Every piece of film. I'm stealing <laughs> oh, so it you're it he's the guy standing in the ships drinking his coffee, watching the tree burn. That's that's Spencer. <clears throat> uh, mm -hmm. If that movie got canceled, I would be just fine. You're, you're, you are a Grinch. No. Um, oh, man. oh, wait. Oh, oh, guys, oh. at the beginning. Don't blow me. <laughs> what? At the beginning of the act, Ring Theory, Ring Theory, 
<laughs> we both reach down for our pens and <laughs> yeah <laughs> i got a thought let me just find we it. are what trying to be say? on it but you know what when when he's looking out at the water when he's looking out at the water talk to me goose when you probably meant this at the beginning when you said it spencer it you're in you think about that scene in top gun when he throws his dog tags into the water yeah and that's what that was going back to i like that that's good filmmaking great filmmaking even if, you if will. it wasn't intentional which it probably was it was right oh man but <clears throat> i mean can we just can we just talk well, for a sec well, about uh the fact that they're in uh f14 tomcat from the first top gun and maverick is right. piloting it this and fucking rooster is sitting <laughs> where goose box. is sitting uh try uh flipping the that was uh, your dad's department two breaker. yeah um, and did you did you catch the line yeah, when they're in the, the dog do some fight, pilot the, shit. Yeah. do some of that pilot shit. I'm like, he said that. That's the he. His dad said that. That is. That's a literal. Let me grab my pen. That's that's probably <laughs> one of my favorite moments. I mean, there's a lot of my favorite moments, but the whole movie is my favorite moment. But that moment when he says that, I'm like, dude, let's go, dude. Come on, they're gonna win. Right. Like, <clears> come on. Yeah. The movie's called Maverick. <clears throat> Let's go. I know. And uh, my dad, we watched it last night, and my dad didn't get to see it in theaters. We got it on digital last night, and we watched it. I he, bought it at 12.01. Oh, my God. Oh, I can't. That, that's so funny. I, I happened to be it. awake. Okay. Like, I I'll happened to be later. awake. I did not my, plan it, but I bought it. My dad watched it, and he saw that, you know, Maverick gets shot down. We can't go after him. It's over. We're not losing another guy. Let We're going back. And then it goes to black on rooster's eyes and he's like well that's a shitty way to end it or something like that (laughs) and then it goes to maverick and i was like they do a great job of making these uh i feel like i'm just doing stream of conscious at the moment but just those hindy helicopters they make them look so imposing Mm -hmm. and just deadly like it just turns like gotcha bit (laughs) 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 oh shit and i'm glad maverick didn't like pull out a pistol or something start shooting at it like that would have been dumb like that's something you would have seen in something and that totally reminded me of the han solo moment like whoa you know in the end of a new hope Oh, and so guys, cool. guys, guys, guys. Yep, yep, yep. Okay, we are going heavy on this right now. Another ring theory. <laughs> when he, <laughs> you see me look down and you're like ding, Jimmy ding. Fallon with the thank you notes. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> Pete Mitchell for saving my life. Signs, licks sets aside anyway <laughs> but no when he, when he saves rooster by flying above him releasing the flares i'm all out of flares and then maverick comes in that's the same maneuver that he used against rooster earlier in the movie when he shot him down shot him yep. down and i was like oh okay that little cobra move yeah yeah 
And I love, and this is from way back in Act One, but just the inverted mm -hmm. positions when he was upside down. Call back to the first movie when they flipped the bird to the other driver, the pilot driver. Well, they do call him drivers <laughs> sometimes. I've heard him say that. I'm a movie. jet driver. Yeah, I'm an Air but. Force driver. <laughs> How about... <laughs> yeah. Pilot. I believe we're, um, sure. we're Speaking of all the fancy maneuvers, I do have a couple of, if they're going to play, I do want to touch on the flight training, which is something I, I had a clip mm -hmm. of flight training for Top Gun, but I they touched on it again for this movie. So about all the training they actually make them go through. We want to take a look at that. Hopefully it'll work. I mean, it was a lot. What Tom does for fun, I think, is other people's like hell. It really was. It really was quite tough. But we, the only way this film happens is if you have somebody like Tom dedicating as, as much time and effort to us. Tom designed a three-month training course for them to go through because he had shot the first Top Gun. He's a pilot. He flies aerobatics. He's done aerial sequences for, in movies for years. So he designed a program that would get them as ready as they could be. Yeah, so they actually put them through That's it. really actually pretty cool. You, know, you saw it. The one that I had from the Top Gun behind the scenes essentially showed the same stuff, the water submersion, and then, you know, they would they had a simulation where they simulate ejection and, and all this stuff. So it's the real deal. Like, you have to train to become a pilot. Even though you're going to be in the Rio seat, like, you still, they... You got to prepare for all those G's, and, you know. You got to know how to act. Um, and right. then I just, this uh, this one's a little bit lighter. This is kind of about happy mistakes. Uh, shots, like, kept in either because they had no choice or actually just because they had no choice. So I think we'll I see. know. I bet this is the roof. For these pilots, when they go over a mountain peak, they don't go over like this. As soon as they get to the top, they go inverted and then go the back, go down there, and then they flip back over. And there's one or two times doing that where I like came out of my seat and I actually hit the. It's in the movie actually. I hit my head on the canopy, and I thought it was an unusable take. But that's those are oftentimes the ones you end up using. His straps should have been tighter, but it looks so great to see him drop out of his straps. We left that in the film. Even the scene where Dark Star flies over. Ed Harris, it destroyed the set. You watch it rips the roof off the guard shack. That was not planned. That was a one take thing where we destroyed the set and that's the only shot we got. And that's in the movie. So I didn't yeah, know that sweet. that was a real yeah. shot. I thought yeah. that was, there was oh, yeah. some CGI that had something nope. to do with that. And was that really Ed Harris that was the standing shack. there? Yeah. Oh, that's great. Dude. You know, you know what some people could have taken that like when when rooster because i noticed that in the movie how he he got out of his seat i didn't think of it as an accident but that's funny knowing you know that's just homage to uh when goose you know oh hit his oh. head oh. on the can of dark joke no, yeah, okay. you're correct anyway wow, nice job but um, you're you're all i'm glad accident you, i'm glad you brought accident. that up spencer because i when he, when they're about to Hit, hit the nose of that other fifth gen when it shows up over the water and he tells him when I tell you to pull the pull the ejection handle and I was like oh no this is like oh yeah just like in yeah, the yeah, first yeah. movie but and I was I was thinking is there some sort of divine intervention here or mm, something with so. goose in terms like he didn't he what that it wasn't working 
his ejection handles mm -hmm. weren't working. So therefore, the canopy wouldn't go. And they were in an F-14 right. again, where that happened. Man, and I was crazy. thinking, wow, it's kind of a, uh, it takes that tragedy in the first movie, kind of flips it, even in a small way, just this is the same kind of scenario that they were in in training, but now they're in the mm -hmm. real world. But last movie, it was Maverick's ejection wasn't working. Now it's the other yeah. way around. Oh, he's he'll gone again. That one was without notice. He just, <laughs> Fuck you. He's gone. Yeah. <clears throat> uh, but yeah, he couldn't eject. I will. Bye. Yeah. You know what? And he's back I'm again. starting not to like this program. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the program is not your internet? I wow. reset my adapter. He couldn't I did eject, everything. but I can watch. Yeah. <laughs> I'm out of here. <laughs> No, this man, all the action, all the everything is just, it's mm -hmm. just, it's perfect, man. That's the word, that's the best word I can use to describe this third act specifically, but the entire movie, all the lines that should be cheesy and not work are delivered perfectly. The acting is great. The story's great. The everything is great. The sets, the, the everything is great. Like, I mean, he says, they say all the lines, you know, to talk to me, dad. I'm like, okay, well, now I'm bawling. That's great. Come on, kid. All right, well, cool. You're going to make me cry even harder than I think I could? All right, well, here we go. We're going to do it. We're going to blow the thing, and then here we go. I don't know if you can tell, but I shaved. And I, I, left, ju I left just the mustache, but... I noticed been that, a, bro. It's been a week later. It's been a week Should later. Oh, yeah, you showed up to the movie, I, and he's just got the... I'm just like, okay, well, you're serious about this, but... Uh, I, I was inspired. I kind of like the goose right. look. I kind of like the goose rooster look. Gooster. But it's badass, dude. Gooster. Uh, but our, I guess that just about does it. We can give our final kind of thoughts and ideas we gotta about rank the it. movie. I got the recap. We got a special thing. There, man. But dog. This movie slaps harder than any other movie I've ever seen. Can I say it anymore? I mean, it just does. And This just, it just makes me so, I, I love this, Spencer. I love this complete 180. I've said it about five times yeah. probably now. Just the going to see Doctor Strange, we get a five, like a five minute preview of Top Gun and you're just like farting all <laughs> over the movie. I don't give a shit. I am. I don't I care. Boring. You're treating it like it's Avatar. And then it. you watch Top Gun. You're like, oh, wow. I actually really, wow, that was awesome. I can't wait to see Maverick. And then you see Maverick, and now it's your favorite movie. I just, I love yeah. that. I love it. Like, who would have thought? I think that's why it works, because I my expectations were like. Maybe that'll happen like, with okay. Avatar 2. No, I don't think so. That's different. <laughs> no. I know. Because I, I didn't like the first one. But I'm this one, I kidding. liked the first one. I was ready but for the next one. With that one. I, I have a theory. You've been struggling for a while there with your face. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> because oh, you, it's just have you heard him in past episodes? Have you heard him in past episodes? There's some episodes where he's talking like this because he's got so much dander in his nose. Well, the, the cat is sitting right here. I have microscopic cat fur on my face. I just can't get off. It looks like I'm doing <laughs> cocaine. I Spencer's can't get doing it all blow out. while we're trying to record. Ah. Guys, wow. I have a theory as to why the Rogue Squadron movie got delayed. Okay. Because nobody wants it? Hey, how I about think it's this? Because, I think it's because Top Gun Maverick came out and 
I think they're trying to rework the movie to be kind of inspired. Well, wasn't by this, this originally one slated for 2019 and then COVID fucked it? Yeah. 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 This yeah. was all made in 2019. But now the Rogue Squadron movie is like, I guess, getting reworked or something. And I'm thinking, wouldn't a movie, wouldn't a Star Wars movie dealing with X Wings and all right, that cool they stuff? They have another trench wouldn't run. That, they're like, well, we can't have that now. Oh, yeah. damn it. They <laughs> Honestly. They already if did we it saw again one in seven. With Star Wars pilots, not interested until after seeing this. Anything aviation flying, I'm like, yep, okay, cool. Dude, a, now a I'm Star in. Wars aviation movie like styled after this would be awesome. I would I mean, love good to luck, see that. But I would oh, love to I'll watch see it. that. I'll watch it now. Absolutely. So you're welcome, Star Wars. Thank Top Top Maverick. Maverick. Yeah. <sighs> Top Gun Maybe Maverick. he was doing cocaine, okay. and he's just making it and up. And I think, what if this happened, guys? This whole plan, every 36 years, we get a Top Gun sequel. Well, just, okay. I don't know if I want another... I don't know if I want another Top oh, Gun movie. I don't. I want it to be just how... Because like, it's perfect. Like he said to Iceman, we, don't, we have a good thing going. Let's not ruin it. Let's not have... You know, I just get the thought into my mind as studio studios seeing how much money they're making and how much critical acclaim it's getting, and they want to make another one. They want to make well, another one. Well, look at one. Tom Cruise and Mission Impossible. Look I, at those. He's, he, he's a part of Miles, big stuff, so I bet he'd do it. Miles Teller did say he was talking, they were talking to Tom Cruise and had floating, floating it around, the idea of a Top Gun 3. Top I would, Gun I would Rooster. like a Top Gun 3 for, I would like a Top Gun 3 if they were to do one. To take Maverick beyond being just a captain, maybe, maybe Top he's gun. maybe Birds he's finally feather. moved past the the grief and tragedy of what happened to Goose, and maybe he can become something more, and he'll allow himself to do that. I think that would be an interesting area to explore. All right, and nobody died in this movie. Well. And I don't say that as like I'm disappointed. Ice Man. I'm just well, other than Iceman, I'm talking about like in combat oh, yeah. or in training. I thought Maverick did, and then he didn't, and I was like, okay, they're gonna kill. Rooster, oh yeah, that whole and thing. Then they didn't. Yeah, I was like, they're gonna kill Phoenix. Yeah. Nope. Coyote. Nope. Bob. Nope. That was so. That was Not so wild. Him. How they? <clears throat> excuse me. How they like ping ponged you? You know, like, oh shit, Maverick's gone. Uh huh. Okay. Okay, then Rooster's gonna. Okay, nope. uh, you know. Uh, there Rooster. He's supersonic. Like that moment on Impossible. the radar. Impossible. Oh yeah, he can yeah. fly. <clears throat> he can fly. He can fly. He can fly. But then we didn't even talk about Hangman coming in. Pete, of course, it was Pan, Peter but, Mitchell Pan. But but he's the, he comes in and he say this is your savior speaking, hmm. and it's like you son of this was earned. This was earned for him to be the hero. God, there is cat hair in my mouth. I cannot. Oh, it man. will not go away. Do, going off of you and Hangman, I do like how he's kind of humbled by being put in the reserve. Kind of like how Maverick was. See, that goes back to him. he didn't throw a fit. No. He is Maverick. They could have done that. He's this movie's Maverick. He, mm-hmm. You're right, dude. Like fuck you for being right. That's you're right, dude. I mean, or not really, you know. But you know oh, what I mean. Well, thank you. I take that as a compliment. Where the hell? 
you would even consider that. I mean, no. <laughs> okay. No, I'm I joking. <laughs> I'm going along with the joke. Oh. I think the beach volleyball scene got Dude. you both in a mood. <laughs> okay, but I will say that shot of Miles Teller when he does that thing during the football. You know what clip I'm talking about? No. When he does that thing where he like snaps his finger during the dogfight football scene where he like chest bumps somebody. It's in the trailer. I'll have to anyway, show you what the about clip. It? Yeah, show us the he, clip. He, it, I don't know. He just looks kind of cool in that mm. clip. Mm. What? What's next? What are mm. we doing? And if I tried to do something like that, I would look weird. What do you mean, what's next? Oh, uh, let's just rank. We're not going to do, guys, here's the deal. We're okay, not Biden. doing the traditional Finn score anyway, anyway, anymore, because uh, I think we were kind of going back and forth on it already. <laughs> Joel hates it. Since he's a part of us, I guess we Joel's can... Joel's a fucking uh, diva, and we gotta bend to his will. <laughs> no, but what we can do... <laughs> but what we're all gonna do is we're still gonna rank it. Joel can take the... Damn, that got him good. He can take the Vin score away from us, but he can't take we the ranking. We will bend, rank this. Bend to his will. <laughs> <laughs> Um, Are you a super villain? <laughs> yeah, dude, you didn't know. Joel, if I could even, we gotta bend to his will. <laughs> but what was I saying in the group chat? A way we can do it. I don't know, Yoda. Mm. <laughs> like if we just mm, a way we, we just, can do. If we just each, if we just each gave each movie, uh, hmm. like a score out of a hundred. And then, yeah. so, okay, we'll average, so, like, if I take Top Gun, I'll give it a score, and then I'll take Maverick, give it a score. I'll give you just my, the average, and then you give me just the average of the two, the average of two, and that'll be the final. Can you do that for us, Joel? I'm giving you the average of the two, my two numbers? This? I'm nodding, and I didn't hear a word you just said. Yes. Like, tell us your individual ones, and then with an average of, and then we'll take each average, divide it by three. We'll keep the math in there. I'll be honest though, if we what? were doing divide by three, if we were doing a, what? Because no. there's three of us. Just go, go, go. So we we add all of anyway. I'll just say if we were doing a fin score, the emotional impact on this movie, it would be 100. It would yeah, be the first 100. It would be a 100 for me. Anyway, so I'm gonna give. Oh, and Christians, John Williams. It's not John Williams, so it's a 99. <laughs> That's not John Williams. It reminds me of James. Who Horner. is the Who is the oh, composer? God. By the way, I forgot his name in the last episode. Randy Newman, actually. It's, <laughs> you got a highway to they fly the in the danger sky. zone. <laughs> right into the danger zone. <laughs> Take my breath away. Take no, my breath away. No, it's away. more like this. Airships flying through the air. We go. <laughs> Talk to me, goose. Uh. No more. All right, let me. I'm gonna answer his question. The guy that did. The Why score. does this keep happening? Uh, hey, welcome back. Uh, the composer was 
Lorne Balfi. No. The other guy. Bruce. Bro I can't hear you. Oh, now Spencer. Uh-oh. Oh. I've been perfect this entire time. I don't know. Houston, we have a problem. <laughs> I can hear him now. Oh, shit. Take two. Okay, but we're back. What were we saying? Okay. So, I am going to give <laughs> Top Gun an 86 because that's the year it came out. And I really liked it. All right. And then, uh, to nobody's surprise, I am going to give Maverick a, not just for shock value, guys, I really feel this. I'm giving Top Gun Maverick a perfect 100. I have to. I have no bad things to say about it. It's the best movie I've ever seen. I love it. It's 100. And so my total score is brings it up to 93. And there that is. I told you. Wow. I'm serious. Super, super serious. I'm going to let... I'm going to let Joel go next. Yeah. Okay, so we're adding them together and then... Average dividing it. by two, yeah, yep. and then we're gonna take all of those bit. numbers and divide by three. Okay, so Top Gun, the OG, I'm going to give an 87 because it's a really great movie, however, problematic, uh, with, with many <laughs> things. And I just we need uh, a no, cancel no, Top no, Gun, just, no, um. And then Maverick, I'm giving a 95. So a solid A, but like I said, there was a couple of things next... that I was like, okay, tried a little too hard to call back there. So 95 for an average A minus. Wait, 95 <laughs> is your average? I want the next Top Gun to oh, have. Okay. Was was Maverick. So 91 uh -huh. is my, my score. All right, Christian, what's yours? Real quick. And then uh It's Christian's bad time. We'll do the we'll do the recap. No. I want I want the next top gun to have Pass. Gina Carano in Get it. Get out. You're no longer invited <laughs> to this podcast. You can anyway, still edit the audio though. Uh I'm gonna give yeah, dude. one out of one hundred. I'm gonna say for Top Gun, the first Top Gun. Uh I'm gonna give maybe I gotta be honest with you. I forgot we were doing that. Okay, do I'm it. I'm trying. Try faster. Top Not the gun. first time you heard that. It is the first time he's heard that. <laughs> uh, Joke's on you. Wow. Wow. I'm out of here. Well, give your scores first. I'm out of here. So much for my wing, my wing men yeah. leaving me. No. Top Gun, I'm going to give it an 85. Round, even number. Not even in the sense of that's even. an even number, but Do you five, know what ten, number multiple is? of five. <laughs> Eighty-five. <laughs> Fuck you, dude. <laughs> yeah, okay, cat hair. All right. Dude, it's still there, bro. That's what screwed up the recording. 
Fucking Maverick. What's your number yeah, for Maverick? I made a joke yeah, about that when Maverick? you were gone. Maverick, I'm going to give it a... I'm going to give Maverick a... I am going to give it a 95. I'll give That's it a right 95. Copycat, bitch. I'll give it a 95. <laughs> so average that Fuck out. Fuck you. Anyway. Alright. So, for this ranking... We obviously have a new number one. Okay, Top Gun franchise came in at a whopping 91. We are in the 90s. And uh, just to give a... you a comparison, The Mandalorian is a 90. So it beats that, and... And I'm not mad about it. Me neither. And uh, here's the real shocker. <laughs> what the oh, fuck are you doing? Okay. Well, apparently, according to us, the Dark Knight is still the king because the Dark Knight has a 93. Hmm. But not to me. I mean... Not to me. Okay. We've lost Christian. So, uh... Well, he's back again. <laughs> hey, well, uh, let's throw this in there. I uh, obviously did a recap. <laughs> I did a recap. So... <laughs> I'll... Please well, sing it. I mean, you, you have it. So you hit play. Music. 
bound, bound here, to stay. here to stay. Talk to me, goose. Talk to show me, me goose. the way. Show me the way. And if I die, if from, I sacrifice, die from sacrifice, I pray your son, I pray stays, your son in the sky. stays in the sky. Hey, aviators, this is your call sign, hangman, the savior. I never thought this film would work. Now I'm meeting my So there it is. I took the heavy metal route because oh. why not? The best movie of all time oh, deserves man. the best heavy metal song of all time. Dude, I got to go change my shorts. Hold on. That was <laughs> okay. just... Yeah. Thank you. Thank you for that, that was my best... Uh... Yeah. Hurt my throat. Hurt my throat recording that mother. Extra late. <laughs> it's exit hey, light. Extra light. <laughs> is a beer commercial extra light? <laughs> <laughs> no, he's actually doing. Um, I sound like Bill Murray's he, he's long actually singer. Doing, he's actually doing. Um, it's a Mario thing. It's extra life. <laughs> Good no, one. Come on. Another kill. That makes two. Mav has five. Makes him an ace. Captain Mitchell. Captain Mitchell. Sir! Thank you for saving my life. That's what my dad would have done.
Guys, Top Gun. That was fun. And um, Money Bun. Hey, I love it. Um, Joel, play Money play Bun. A, play a school bell. I don't have one. No, we gotta oh. do that shit. Okay, well pretend. Fix Here, it. I'll play you. I'll pay. I'll play you. Well, yeah. Oh man. Yeah. Well. You know what that sound is? Summer's winding down. I'll play you. Oh wow. I've already. You know what? I've already been taking with their parents, of course. I've literally had lift rides of kids going or picking kids up from school already. So it's what? it's that time. We're already there. Oh no. They do that? Yep. Some some people got to Okay. So <laughs> this is when the, the music's going to come in, okay? <laughs> Christian, you got to look, time code, I don't even know what, but you got to edit this part out because the music will be coming in, and we'll go right on. Hey, okay, Christian, are you ready? You have the lyrics. Oh, I forgot how the song goes. Um, <laughs> you know what that means? Did you play it. What could it be? The next movie we're watching. Okay, you got it back. Watching. This is the one. Yeah. Oh, so you got fuck. it. I gotta listen to it a little bit. I'm sorry. That's okay. This you're the one that has to edit this for audio. Right. We're losing Joel. Joel, this isn't going to take much longer. We're not going to drag it out. We're just going to tell him what we're doing. Alone with no yeah. one to hold. Time okay. code 739 on this recording. Okay. What could it be? Oh. The okay. next movie. You got it. You got it. Okay. Okay. So Joel it. has just said, you know, it's that time of year. Music has been coming in. You know what that means. What could it be? The next be? movies we're watching. The movies. Movies that I'm start over. All right. Really ham it up this time. Okay. You ready? From the top. You know what that means. What could it be? The, the next, next movies, movies that we're, we're watching. watching. This is the one. It's gonna be fun. The next, next movies, movies that we're watching. watching. A franchise, franchise like no other. Let's fucking go. We finally found some films worthy of our time. What the, what, what the hell is happening? What? We, why? Why are we singing right now? Cause that's just what well, happens. In, in a, a high, high school, school musical, musical, bitch. <laughs> when I told you in the group chat, that was your exact reaction, too. <laughs> I know. But you know what, Joel? You're, we're all in this together, baby. We are all so in you're this with together. us. No, not we'll see. We'll tie you down. No, I, I am well, in that for it. Sounds but, uh, bad. You are in for it. And you know who else wants to be a part of it? There goes yep. Christian getting himself canceled. At again. least one. What? We, this has been being requested by a uh, shout out here by Rachel Pop for mm, our yeah. entire existence. Genevieve wants in on this too, by the way. We're going to have a mega episode. We're going to have an the ensemble the just Marrier. like the movie. This could be our biggest franchise yet. Oh, <laughs> I think we should sing. The entire episode. We'll just... I'll do... Bro, 
If I feel it in my heart, welcome back to Sequel Man the Podcast. I'll I'm do the here. axe. My name is Christian Bring It All, and with me is Spencer King. Hi, how are you? To my immediate right, he stands just at two feet five. <laughs> if he's laying down, that's all right. Put his dick no, in the air. You know he's right. It's Joel the Voice. <laughs> you said so, you just reminded me seriously of Colin Mockery at the greatest. <laughs> well, you're welcome. Can we end? <laughs> no, but for real. Yeah, we are doing High School Musical next, and uh, I just want to thank everybody for listening. Hey, we're we're gonna have fun with the next one. Top Gun Maverick. We just covered the best movie we've ever covered, in my opinion, and now we're about to do probably some of the worst. No offense, Rachel. Spencer, but... I think your dick's getting raw from how much you've been fucking hey, this movie. Hey, uh, <laughs> <you> can... <laughs> I have, I had. Yeah. <laughs> That's what I have Good. to say to you. There, Bless you. There, you sneezed. Finally. Are you he's going to have a baby and it's going to look like Tom Cruise. No, I can't. This video is going to be great. Like halfway through, they're like, hey, did he fudge? We got to sing it again. You know what I forgot to do? I don't care. Do the fedora, no, bro. I don't care. <laughs> We're not doing that. No, we that. won't do that. But, uh, but there is hair on my he's nose. He's not even wearing a fedora. He's wearing like Luigi hat. No, he's wearing a fedora. I have it. I have it right here in the YouTube. Well, hey, thanks for uh, listening, everybody. <laughs> We're going to leave hey, it at that musical for, number. Hey, I want you to put the hat away, okay? Top Gun has been great. It's been look, fun. Anyone ever tell you you uh, look like a little penis with a hat on? Yep, most of the time. <laughs> Too many. Play us out, brah. Hey, play us out. Okay. Well, <laughs> great. It's you know Christian. Bring it all. Signing off here on another episode of Sequel Men the podcast. It's been a pleasure. We've had a few, <laughs> a few technical hiccups this episode, but you know what? We made our way through them and we persevered. And you know, I think we had a good episode. Uh, regardless. Regardless of the cocaine. Um, thank you for tuning in. Hey, regardless for um, cat hair and all. Thank you for tuning in. Um, we're glad to have you. We hope you enjoyed the episode. And feel free to check out all of our other episodes, too, over on, like, Podbean. That's where we host our podcast. Uh, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Pandora, everywhere. Spencer's wiping his nose, and it's really disgusting. and dis- Just disgusting. But... <laughs> Yeah, that's all I have to say, really. I mean, uh, that's my shtick. You know, you want, want you go on and do yours and Follow do it like you didn't just take an Ambien beforehand. Follow us on the Facebook. You can find us, Sequelman, the podcast. We're there. We're a little bit more active these days. On Instagram, at Sequelman, the podcast. Search us. Find us. We'll post some ish. And you can, you can also, Joel's going to tell you another piece that you can find us on and be personal with us yeah Pornhub everybody oh, thank right. you uh, that's for top tier fans uh, you can we have an email Brazzers OnlyFans <laughs> we have an email maybe an OnlyFans uh, email for now though just email is sequelman19 at gmail.com if you want to email us uh, tell us that we're disgusting um uh, suggestions <laughs> for the show, and by us, uh, we mean you. Uh, 
if you want to leave reviews, you can do that on Facebook. Leave reviews on uh, probably where you listen Spotify. to Spotify. Yeah. Wherever you find podcasts. Apple Podcasts. Wherever you want to leave us a review, we would appreciate that. I already said that uh, shit. Hey. Uh, sorry, you cut out. Uh, me, I have a website too. Now I can start plugging that stuff because I'm, I'm with these these. Joel's things. big on the plugs. Um, <laughs> anyway. Hey, I got an idea. When we get an OnlyFans, we'll t- every time Christian interrupts, you take off an article okay. of clothing. Because you're doing it right now. <laughs> you're doing it right now. Okay. You can find okay. me on Facebook, oh. Joel Powie, Entertainment I'm Media Tale. <laughs> Christ. Uh, or my website, jpvoicedj.com. You can contact Christ. Um, you'll need Christ if you see this video. All right. Are we done? I love how King Kong just crashed our podcast. I'm comfortable in my body these days. I've been in the hey, gym. All right. Hey. Spencer, John, John Ball Zoo wants their gorilla back. Hey, play us out, bitch ass. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. And you know what? We can't wait until the next one. That's right, Christian, because here at Sequel Men, the podcast. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Fat Albert? All films are created sequel except for Maverick that's the best one that's not equal to any of these others I heard from the heaven